to another special edition of Structure Gibberish. We're your hosts, Brian and Pat. Mm-hmm. And today we are continuing the exciting summer of <laughs> X-Men. It's, it's hard to say. It's really hard to say, especially if you get like a little dehydrated, it's, you know, and you're... It's totally worth it. Like I'm a little dehydrated now and I'm getting a little bit of a, like a lispy uh, sibilance going on. It's hard to... Exciting summer of X-Men. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta drink more water. Anyway, we're going to be uh, continuing on from last episode, which was uh, 2000s, the movie The X-Men, The Men of X. <clears throat> the, the Men of the X. Today we're going to be taking a look at 2002's uh, X2, the movie that is technically officially called just X2. But right. it is referred to everywhere as X2 X-Men United because of 9-11. Seriously. Yes, that's yes, that that tracks. So yep, that is exactly what happened there. Just like we gotta put it in, we gotta show that our movie is about people being united because being united is a trend right now. Uh for those of you not who don't remember 9-11, it was a, a uniting experience. Some some call it that. Others yep. we call all, it other things. For better or for worse, we all we all put flags on our cars and whatnot, and some people never took them down. <laughs> all right. Anyway. X-Men, this this movie makes me feel very political because so much of this, like like with the last movie, so much of this movie is uh like echoes of what's happening now and stuff mm-hmm. with, with just different groups of people. It's not right. mutants in real life, turns out. Uh, so the movie starts out. We'll follow the same basic pattern. Yeah. We'll just describe the plot of the movie and then comment and then, on and the interesting comment on it. Yeah. I, uh, let, me, let me say, before we get too too yep. deep into this. All right. Give me a spoiler-free um, review. So, okay. So, spoiler-free review. Uh, X2, a decent movie by today's superhero standards leaves you cold Mm -hmm. a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, although I will, I will also say that in this movie, we get one of the closest representations of an actual X-Men costume in storm because her costume actually kind of sort of looked like that at some points. That, that is true. That's got Um, the capey thing and everything. Yep. So I, I, uh, but yeah, a spoiler-free review. Uh, not as good as I remember, but not as bad as I thought it might be. <laughs> we were, we were, we were both thinking like we have fond memories of this movie, but right, w- there's a pretty good chance that we are not going. It's not as good as we remember. Well, I feel like when I was watching uh, the first X Men, it was. Uh, it, it was it was definitely not as good as I remember. It was nostalgic, you know, because it was like this was like I the things that I was that I was feeling good about was seeing this movie with all my friends at the summertime back when summertime meant something, and you know it was so cool and superheroes on the big screen, and then we stood outside and like my happy memories that are associated with that movie have almost nothing to do with the movie itself. Yeah, right, right. You know, it, it's, it's, it's similar with this one. Yeah, yeah. There, there are cool parts. Um, you know, the but but overall, again, this is the spoiler-free portion. Uh, I, I almost I keep almost getting into it. 
Um, but overall, I would say it's it's not a bad watch. It doesn't, you know, make me uncomfortable. I'm like, oh, no, 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 not that, you know. Uh, it's it's really just more a matter of like, oh, you know what? I just know that by like the MCU standards, this could have been and hopefully will be so good. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, when you if you consider like the movies that um, everyone was making around this time. Right. Or right, shortly absolutely. after this time, like there this one was probably, you know, it was one average, of the ones above for average. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, they, it's no like, Spider-Man like, three. Right. That one was uh well, I, I mean, it's like they it's like they say the the second one is usually the favorite, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and this one, <coughs> this one started that trend <laughs> because this one did give us it, it was like the first one came out. It was like, OK, all right. Are these are humans ready for superheroes in the movies. <laughs> and, <coughs> you know, they had to poke fun at themselves and all that kind of junk. And then they're like, so that did really well. And from what we're hearing, the parts that did well were the parts that we were afraid weren't going to do well. So let's just keep going, you know. So this was this was definitely a step forward. It just wasn't as far forward as we end up getting, you know. So it's it's hard to watch it with the glasses of or glasses of seeing, you know, having seen what we already have seen, you know, seeing the the MCU take 10 years to play out a fucking beautiful uh, comic book storyline. And they're just like, yeah, there's, there's like three or four storylines. We're kind of glazing over in here. Sure. Yeah, they, <laughs> they definitely are just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, this might be our last movie, so let's just do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything in so, um, so anyway, uh, Brian, you want to give your spoiler free uh, take? When I was when I first saw this movie, I loved it more than the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie now is, I think, uh, maybe some of the themes of it that were designed to resonate uh, didn't resonate with me the first time. Like different mm-hmm. things did, like all the superhero stuff totally did, but all of like the social commentary stuff I did not pick up on, or sure. it didn't. We were we were kids and we yeah. had. We, we were white kids. Right. I'm not going to say it. We I had pick nothing up on it, to worry about. But like, right. I, it just didn't, didn't, you know. There was no impact. Like it didn't. Exactly. I, I viewed it in the terms of like, um, oh, yes. haha, This is a fanciful world where, so, you know, a government crackdown on, a, on a, a large group of people within our country could never actually happen in real life. You know, that right. kind of thing. Um, now it's like, oh, wow, this is actually kind of a, a scary thing that, that totally could happen, <laughs> exactly. especially since. Uh, everybody on both sides of this issue is like armed, <laughs> whether, whether intrinsically or not. Right. But no, I, overall though, um, I enjoy watching this movie. There's, there's a lot of, there's a, there's a handful of scenes that are kind of like head scratching. Like why, why are people doing this? Why are people saying this? Um, but it, it's all it, like, these were the jokes of the day. You know, how sometimes right. jokes, um, they get they get played out and then you go back to the originator of the joke and you're like, ah, it's not these people aren't funny anymore, but they were totally funny at the time. <laughs> that kind of thing. <clears throat> comedy ages the fastest mm-hmm. um, of, of any medium. Comedy is going to be the very first thing that goes goes bad <laughs> because comedy is so um, 
in the in the moment. You know, it, it, you know, even just in your own life, you think about like when you've laughed the hardest, you probably have no idea why whatever was being said was funny. You know, let me let me give you an example of kind of the reverse of this. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind of it's almost the reverse. Um, and this is this is a partially spoilery thing. Uh, but I'm, I'm not going to tell you where it is. Just there's a point where some people are in a car and they turn the radio on. <laughs> I to- I definitely wanted to talk about that. Yes. And uh, in what's the song? Is the song called Bye Bye Bye? Yeah. In, it's in sync. It's Insync. Everyone in the car is like, oh, no, turn it off, because that was that was the joke back then. Was, we all hated on Insync. But that song came out, and I was like, oh, sweet. It's that song that I used to actually like. I, I'm I a little disappointed like in you. Though. I'm a little disappointed in you, but my wife will be very happy to hear. It's, uh, <laughs> it's catchy, and it's got that fun dance. Sure, sure. We'll go with that. Um, I, will, I, I will say that uh, – well, okay, let's get into the – all right, everybody, spoiler alert – um, that's our new spoiler alert um so we have a new spoiler alert every episode <laughs> mostly because i don't remember from episode to episode what i did last time but um <clears throat> anyhow so movie opens with one of the coolest even today by today's standards one Hold of the on. coolest scenes you're talking of course about Professor X narrating over some CGI no, flying well, through something. No, I always like to forget that that exists. It's a terrible trope. We get we get that for a few more, a few more movies. But <laughs> I know. Yes, Professor X is You're talking right. about Sorry. cells. And, yeah, I don't even remember what we fly through this Cellular. time, but I think we end up inside it's, Cerebro. Yeah, it, it's mechanical, but it's also might be Wolverine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we fly through Wolverine and end up in Cerebro. Exactly. Um, and then so, yeah, we go so that, to the scene you're talking about now. Then we get now. to... <clears throat> Do you remember this scene leaked ahead of time, the, the script so for it? So I, I was going to say, I that this was one of the very first instances of the internet ruining something for me. Because I remember, maybe it was you who was like, oh, dude, check this out. But we didn't know for sure. You know, well, it was I, like... I don't remember if it was... I don't think it was me that found it, but... Maybe not, um, but I I remember hearing about it and thinking like, man, that would be amazing. But there is no way. Right. Right. So I, I read the whole thing and I was like, this is obvious fan fiction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, then it was and I'm watching it and I was like, well, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, they did it. They at, really at did that it. moment, that was a very similar feeling that I got when watching uh, Endgame. It was like, oh, my God. <laughs> They're doing it. Yeah. This is just like a comic book. <laughs> and it was even better than a comic book because it was fluid and things right. were happening. They, like they got so, to ha- they got to do things that you always had to imagine for yourself. You know, like you could be like, yeah, Nightcrawler is bamfing around. Sure. But so to the, see him like ninja moves in and out of the sulfur smoke and. <laughs> It was, it was really good. It was it was amazing. And so the, the scene is there's a tour going through the White House and one of the tour members uh, ducks away. And then uh, one of the so the president is having some sort of meeting somewhere about something. I don't remember what. And uh, one of the Secret Service people happens upon this missing tour person who uh, disarms him, like knocks him out with some bamfing. 
you know, and, but he is also employing what is still used to this day in movies as the greatest disguise one could wear a <laughs> baseball cap. <laughs> that's, that's true. That was that was uh, utilized as re- recently as uh, the Winter Soldier. Wasn't yep. It? Yep. Sure was. Fantastic. And well, then again, in Ant-Man 2, when he's oh, like, yeah, that's right. We, we are not in disguise. We are us going to a baseball game. <laughs> best point out of a trope ever yep um so yeah so he he's well hidden (laughs) he did to be fair he's blue he did have well no in in the in the opening he does have like some kind of face makeup on he 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 put joker makeup on um but it 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 instantly washes i wonder if it no i because it washed away upon his bam thing i think he bamps out of it like every he time just, he bamps a little, he doesn't you could, bamf out of his clothing though. So no, no, he well, bamps out of his his face makeup. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's the smoke he creates. But you could see if you actually look at bamf to bamf, you can see it slowly disappearing from right. shot to shot. So until it's eventually gone, and he's just a blue guy, right? With that could all be part of the plan. I don't know. We'll have to see. Anyway, <laughs> that, that we'll get to now, that. I oh yeah. All right, let's let's keep going. Uh, yeah, so then then we just get to, like, he's, like, appearing and disappearing, flipping people around. He's dodging bullets and everything. Um, there's, there like, the Secret Service is trying to get the president secured, and they can't figure out which door to go out because Nightcrawler is, like, jumping from place to place. Right. And they, they think they there's think more there's, than one person. Right, multiple yeah. people, but it's really just him. And finally, they lock the place down. They close the door. Nightcrawler, like, they think they've got him cornered. Uh, from inside the Oval Office, they hear a bunch of shooting happening outside and then like bodies just like dropping and everything. And then it's quiet. <laughs> and then Nightcrawler appears in the room and he's just appearing and disappearing in midair. Just, right. you know, multiple grabbing a guys, shot, like, appearing and disappearing, he's, he's flipping them with his tail. Grabbing guys into his bamf and then mm-hmm. dropping them from the ceiling out of the bamf. Like these are moves that Nightcrawler has never had. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you could assume he could do this, but you've never sure. seen it. Right. It, like, it could never be portrayed properly in a comic. And the, it was just so amazing. And then he finally lands on top of the president, and he very slowly and sensually pulls a small knife out of his sock or something. And poorly cgi <laughs> Yeah, with his tail. <laughs> with his tail. Um, now, again, to the movie's credit, they did—this was not the time— where they relied too heavily on CGI. They they would just do it where it's like, we literally can't make a tail that grabs a knife. So that's CGI. Mm-hmm. But then the tail that hands him the knife, I'm pretty sure that was practical because it, it didn't move very fluidly. Right. Or, or <laughs> at the very least, the knife itself was practical because he right. it puts it right. in his hand and he has it and it's... Uh, it they, they didn't really have the the good enough CGI to make that convincing, exactly at the time. But yeah, so he's got this knife. He goes to stab the president, and some one of the Secret Service guys shoots him in the arm, and he uh, drops the knife and bamps out. It, you kind of get the impression yelps. that maybe it's yeah, it might have like snapped him out of it. <laughs> it was it was very because again, Nightcrawler is not in fact an animal, mm-hmm. um, but when he gets hit with the the gun, he goes. And I, I always, I, I always thought that was poorly handled. Like he's like, he's not, it's not a dog. <laughs> Why is he whimper? You know, like I don't know. Anyway, um, 
And then so the knife like lands menacing. It must have been a very heavy knife because he just dropped it. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, lands. it lands like stick, you know, stuck straight up like Chuck Norris threw it there. <laughs> right in the in the president's like thick oak desk or whatever right. it's made out of. It, it was probably JFK's desk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, now it's got a tiny little knife mark in it. It's got a, yeah, a tiny little knife mark in it, as we'll see later in the movie. And the, the um, knife has a note that says mutant freedom now. Right, right. So classic. All right. So uh, that scene is it's all downhill from from here. That absolutely. scene is tops that, of the movie. But again, it was really high up. Yep. So, you know, the the movie, I, it, it, was, it would be very hard for them to top this. They did try in the center of the film. They failed, but they tried. Um, yeah. So now so, we cut over to a, br- a very brief scene where um, Wolverine is in Canada at Alkali Lake, which I'm pretty sure they're in Canada. Alkali right. Lake. Uh, he goes to some sort of facility. It's all snowy it's um like it looks like snow a lot of snow has just fallen Mm -hmm. uh inexplicably there's a wolf there that's just like hey wolverine follow me and uh and wolverine goes in he's just like oh this is just a big empty thing huh oh well and he leaves and then uh well first he has to completely ignore all of his mutant abilities to (laughs) to have his heightened senses and everything completely ignore that and then he goes, well, uh, better get on Cyclops' motorcycle and get back to the X-Mansion. Now, the, the funny thing is that we see later on that uh, they, the the bad guys are actually inside the dam. Uh-huh. And, uh, it, like, there are facilities inside of dams. And Wolverine doesn't, like, seem to check these out. He's just like, oh, front door was left open, huh? There's snow on the inside? Nope. Wolves are in there, so I guess there's no people. I mean, actually, honestly, that kind of makes sense <laughs> now that I think about it. But there yeah, was like, that one wolf outside. I'm not go- I'm not screwing around with this shit. I mean, unless these people have pet wolves, there's probably not people working in there with wolves. But <laughs> like it's a big lake and he goes to like one little spot and is just like, well, no one's here. Guess I'll right. go. This movie is chocked full of stupid decisions like that. But we'll yeah. get we'll get to that. Yeah, exactly. Um so now we get so, to one of my favorite scenes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The the school of gifted youngsters is visiting a museum. Uh-huh. About uh-huh. evolution and cavemen and stuff like that. And Jean Grey <clears throat> is having a little bit of a freak out because her powers are giving her a headache and she can hear all sorts of people's thoughts and everything and then uh cyclops tells her like man you used to be absolutely terrible at having powers and now you've got like really good powers <laughs> i gotta i gotta really the first movie didn't do as good a job to like force the audience to hate cyclops yeah but in this movie he has zero redeeming qualities nope. zero there is not a mo he's he's just he's like literally first of all like he like he's in front of a bunch of students and everything, and he's just like, "Listen, baby, you used to have to concentrate to move a book. Now you have a nightmare, and the whole bedroom shakes. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We fuck." <laughs> I was like, "How inappropriate for you to be saying something like that in front of the kids." Like, I it, it was just it was very weird. Now I guess maybe they probably they probably know their situation because they live with them in They're, the school. They but are. It's okay. weird. 
So this is like, it's at some point they just kind of casually say that they are married. Did they? I don't I remember. I believe that. they did because I remember thinking like, oh, they're married. And in the first movie, this seems to be uh, like they seem to be dating. But well, at, in the first movie, there was really supposed to be. I, I still don't think they ever did a good job of it. But there was supposed to be the whole like, will will she won't she with Cyclops or Wolverine? What is she gonna do? Like to, you know, there was an obvious like, hey, she thinks that dude's handsome, mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, he and it, really likes her. And in this movie too, like they have that discussion about where she says something like, uh, you know. I forgot what she says, but she says, you know, I picked a good guy, you know, right. and, and then at right. the end, Wolverine's like, you know, she picked you and everything. Right. It, but I swear there's a line in there where, where it implies that they're actually married. And I was like, when did that happen? Cause they really act like they're dating. Right. Right. And Cyclops acts like he's like a fucking six year old. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> but he's, he seriously is like, man, you're, you used to be really bad at having powers, but now you're now your powers are getting out of control and, you know, what are you going to do about that? And she says, you know, I keep feeling like something really bad is about to happen. And he's just like, I would never let anything bad happen to you. And I'm just thinking, like, you're going to you're going to kill him in just a few <laughs> months. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> with Absolutely. no with no regrets. And none of us will have any regrets. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so then uh, Storm walks up and she's just like, hey, guys, have you seen. Bobby my my have uh, you seen my accent <laughs> I forgot who she asks for does she ask for Bobby I don't remember uh I I, I think she asks for Bobby but or no that she asked for all three of them okay. it's Bobby Pyro because I can never remember his name uh John, John, John yeah Johnny Pyro Johnny Pyro um she was like where's Bobby John and Rogue because nobody calls her Marie but no <laughs> um Thank God, actually. <laughs> and but, uh, and Jean is like, there's something happening in the cafeteria. Right. And uh, it, it's kind of like, is she, is this, is this another example of her powers being stronger than before? Or was this a thing? Like, she just seems to have pre, it's like, she's, she's, <clears throat> the, she's having dreams of bad things happening in the future. And then this is almost like a precognition event where she's just like, something is happening. But then later in the movie or whenever, you know, with her Phoenix powers and everything, she never like precognition is never a thing with her. Right. Except for like this one little thing. So I don't know if it, it was just another another scene of like, I don't know how to read this. <laughs> I, I always took that as, again, she's kind of picking up on everybody's everything. And she she just was like, there's I all I can tell you is that there is a disturbance in the force <laughs> that way. Let's go over there. Um, and then again, like the, see the situation is not something, the situation itself, I have no problem with, but like writers should do a better job. They get to create the universe. You know what I mean? They don't, they don't have to be like, well, I guess it wasn't that way. These two guys should have been assholes, Mm -hmm. but they really weren't. They were just like, Hey man, uh, can I have a light? And Pyro's just like, fuck you, man. I'm, I am I am Teenage Angst. You can't have a light. <laughs> it's like, yeah. why? Right. Like, first of all, I feel like you should, like, Pyro should be like, hey, cool. 
teenage dudes who smoke, you're my speed. You know, but he's like, yeah, normies. Right. And these guys now, these two guys are, as you say, like, they're just they seem to it, you get the feeling that this conversation started with them just politely asking for a light. Right. Exactly. Not exactly. like they came over to be a dick or to be bullies or anything. They're just like, oh, this guy's got a lighter. Let's ask him for a light. And then we come into the scene where they're just like, hey, dude, why are you being such a dick? Exactly. He's like, because I can. And they're laughing. And then you get like you get that shot of uh, like the guy checking rogue out so that you, you know, so the movie can be like, oh, see. They're not so good. They're not good guys themselves. Right, right. You know, they're, they're... I, I think that guy just looked down Rogue's shirt. And and let me say this. What's up with, like, <laughs> if you have the mutant power to literally, like, in the comics, it always made sense. She wore, like, a full body sock. <laughs> if Rogue could have, she would have covered her face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In, in this, she's like, no, nah, it's like it's tank top weather, bro. <laughs> it's like that i mean you're in a crowded place somebody could trip and you would murder them with your skin yeah it's like this this is a uh like this is not like a a female empowerment thing like this is life and death no no exactly exactly this is it it, and again you know i'm not i'm not telling anybody what to wear i'm just saying if if i as a person if I had the mutant ability where if anybody could touch my skin on accident and I would just start sucking the life out of them, yeah, I wouldn't wear shorts either. If it was, if it was like any any part of you that is not covered in denim has the ability to kill people, I would be wearing head-to-toe denim every day. Right. So, and I would look ridiculous and I'd do it. Anyway, so they jerk number one steals the lighter from uh, Pyro. Right. Starts to light up his cigarette and uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Donald Trump Jr. Like <laughs> winks his eye and uh, the guy catches on fire. Right. And then uh, Bobby uses his ice breath f- from his fingers <laughs> to, <laughs> to put up to put out the fire. <laughs> his finger breath. Um, I and again, like this is this is a classic. uh way overreaction because Bobby could have easily been like pyro man. That's not cool. I'm just going to, I'm just going to coyly diffuse the situation and put that fire out with some ice, but he's got to be like, Iceman pose powers activate. (laughs) And so then everybody's like, muties for like a 10th of a second. And then everybody dies. For a few minutes, sure. For a few minutes, because because here's the thing. Okay, so Professor X, this is the famous scene. Professor X stops everybody in the building who is not one of his students. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, turns their brains off so that they stop. They This guy was hyperventilating. Like, like again, not even to, <clears throat> to the point where, because this, this is where I feel like it's super dangerous. Like, yeah. if everybody would have just been like, and they all just took a nap way less dangerous than like he literally made them freeze yeah there was a woman who's like leaning over something right like they well and there there was like that that like ninja turtles two point where somebody's like "Ah," and like was like pushing a guy and watching him like teeter back and forth i was like 
this is this is not okay, professor. Right, but also, but here's what I'm getting at. Like, I don't know that these people were breathing. Like, there was a woman it, who was possible. There was a woman who was in the middle of saying something, and like, <laughs> right. you know, they're, now their her air movement has stopped, and the the guy on, who was uh, on fire was hyperventilating, and he instantly stops breathing. Right. When he free like these people, like I like, bet what you some of them died. Mid sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> like, would you just keep going and your body just collapsed to the ground? I don't. Just, yeah, I don't think so. Across but... the room. <laughs> like your lungs explode or something. I don't know. Right. That's right. I don't, I don't know the nature of these powers, but it just doesn't seem like this is a good thing. So Professor X is as pissed as Professor X has ever been, and he casually rolls up till he's a half inch away from the camera. <laughs> I don't know why they keep doing that shot. But, I don't know. Yeah, they just... also then, then he delivers probably the second worst line in all of the X-Men movies. <laughs> First, of course, being what happens to a what? toad when it's struck by lightning. What happens to a toad when it's frozen just before it's struck by lightning? <laughs> Same thing that happens to all of these people in this museum. <laughs> uh, but no, and he's just like, next time you feel like showing off. Don't. Don't. It's it's like it's like he he was thinking <laughs> he had something and like you know he lost it. You know what, Pat? When you when you are trying to keep like when you're trying to keep like two hundred people from dying right. while not breathing, I mean it's hard to come up with good punchlines. It's true. It's true. Well, next time you <laughs> think about delivering a punchline, don't. <laughs> All right. So uh, then there's a. One of those wonderful uh, tells you what's going to happen at the end of the movie uh, <laughs> news reports pops up and says that there was an attack on the president and, <gasps> uh, you know, a mutant is to blame. And they're, you know, so they're just like, well, I guess we'd better get out of here because uh, <laughs> we we very clearly just like attacked a, a museum <laughs> full of people. So yeah, it's probably time to go. We should go. Thankfully, none of these people saw the news report. Right, they, they were all because they were dead, <laughs> frozen to death. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so so that that was like the first big moment of me going, huh, mm-hmm. huh. <laughs> um, and, and, and I don't you know, remember. There more. There's plenty I don't more. remember if um, if it's the next scene or if we do the striker in the White House scene first. But there's a a scene where um, they're at they're back at the X mansion and Cyclops is just like, in my opinion, Magneto's behind this. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that we get the striker uh, sequence first. Okay. Um, but I just, if I could, cause this is a really short scene. If I could just talk about uh-huh, the scene for please. just a minute. <clears throat> uh, just this one part of it, at least Cyclops is like, in my opinion, Magneto is behind this. And it's like, God, dude, there is nothing about this that says like magnetism or anything to having to do with Magneto. And also right. he's in jail. It's like, I only know one guy. So <laughs> he's, in my he, opinion, he, it's gotta be that guy. Cause I don't know any other guys. I, I very much felt like he was Burt Ward. Yeah. <laughs> like if See, he could have just been woman. like slapping his fist into his hand when he did yep. that. It's like they said it was a mutant. A mutant starts with M, and M for Magneto. (laughs) This this sounds like the dastardly work of none other than Magneto. Master of magnetism. (laughs) 
Magnus. Nobody calls him that. Uh, uh, yeah, this, is just, movies... this, this whole movie is built to make Cyclops look like a tool. It, it really is. This, I forget in the timeline of the real world, were we <laughs> aware that um, Magneto's real name was not Magnus? Like this wasn't, that wasn't a uh, thing from this move, these movies, right? That was that the comics came first. Been, to be honest, <clears throat> I can't remember. I can't remember at this at this juncture where Eric Lyncher came from and not Magnus Magnetoton. <laughs> Mag- <laughs> I'm pretty sure I got to check my Marvel cards, but I'm pretty sure that was his name. Okay, Magnus, Magnus Magnetoton. Magnetoton the third. <laughs> uh, of, from the none of his other ancestors had magnetism powers, though. <laughs> they were really out there. Yeah, it was. You it's know, it was a stroke of luck. <clears throat> okay, so. Um, <laughs> wherever wherever that scene happens, um, we we cut over to the White House. All right. right. William Stryker is Southern drawling about uh, <clears throat> the mutant attack. Now, it was much closer than... And I may be just a humble chicken, but <laughs> this this attack was much closer than anybody is letting on. Now, Mr. I'm President, I the, say... I say the tiny Mr. little hole here. <laughs> And uh, so he's so uh, Mystique comes in dressed as uh, Senator Kelly, Senator Kelly, and uh, Stryker is talking. I can't, about, I can't think of Stryker as not uh, either Foghorn Leghorn or the, the or chicken. Sanders. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the, the hyper chicken, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, I may, <laughs> may be a simple country hyper chicken. <clears throat> I'll be doing time for that there incompetence. Anyway, I forgot what we were talking about. Okay, so Stryker. He's got, like, satellite footage of Professor X's school and the fact that a an unknown type of aircraft rises up out of the basketball court. <clears throat> and it was at this point in my childhood that I was like, well, of course it does that. I mean, they're superheroes. they got to have a jet. Like, how are they going to get right. places? But... As an adult, I'm looking at that and being like, that is ridiculously scary. Yeah. (laughs) If any other group in America had like a mansion and a jet that came out of the ground, I'd be like, send in the the National Guard. Like, what? Who are these people? It's just Elon Musk. It's fine. Yeah. Uh. (laughs) Especially if it's Elon Musk. (laughs) Um. But yeah, that, and and then we one of my favorite oops I showed my hand moments uh, when Strike was just like, uh, or Senator Kelly's like, and where did you get this information? I'm a little sassier now that I'm a woman. <laughs> um, yeah, and the, the way he, she's like Eric, exactly. Uh, that's what I was getting because yeah. he, he's just like he's like uh, I t- I talked to some mutant Eric, a <laughs> uh, lyncher Eric. Lyncher, I've read about. Yes, I've heard of him. <laughs> yes, I definitely was not kidnapped by him last year. <laughs> oh man, it was just it was it was like a really, really mystique. <laughs> Keep it in your pants, lady. Yeah. Eric, oh god, it's like she's she is capable of living entirely 100% as a different human being, a different established human being right? for long periods of time. She has done this on multiple occasions. And then as soon as someone's just like, oh, I talked to Magneto, she's just like, Eric? 
can't can't oh, keep it up. Just can't do it. Can't, can't do, it. do it. So anyway, so, so the, the president authorizes a a raid on the school and tells him, "You go in and you detain and you question. All right, no disintegrations." <laughs> I don't, very true. <laughs> I don't want to see like the body of any dead mutant kids on the news, which is a morbid thing to have to tell a person. Right. <clears throat> and and know that you had to tell them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know that if you didn't tell them that, and even though, even if you did tell them that there's still no guarantee. Right. So the, uh, they leave and Stryker and Mystique are having a conversation in the hallway. And, um, she asks if, if she can get access to Magneto and he's like, it's not a petting zoo. And uh, tells him like, uh, tells her like you know, or she she asks she asks him like, Are you trying to start a war? And he's he basically says there already is a war, All right? So anyway, then we get we get a cool little and he does his his tough guy, mm. he does his tough guy bull. You know, he's just like I've been fighting wars with mutants since you was a little baby. So then we get. Uh, I think this is where we actually go back to uh, the X mansion. Right. The mansion of X. And uh, and Cyclops is like, I think it's Magneto. I think it's definitely like, Magneto, Dude. you guys. Dude, we have a live feed to him right now. He is sitting alone in his cell crying. <laughs> I think it's Magneto. Shut up. You're not allowed to talk anymore. Magneto. Anyway, so Wolverine comes back. Yeah, so well, you know, we get our we get a little bit more of Rogue and uh, and Bobby not oh, being yes, able to right. make out. They're playing like thumb wars or something. I don't know what they're doing. Right, and then it's it's so funny the like the kissy face that Rogue makes whenever she's like, "Are we gonna do it? Is it gonna happen? Is this it? Is this the time?" <laughs> <laughs> That's the sound that she made. I guarantee it. And I, I hope my uh, uh, I hope my noise reduction on this podcast doesn't uh, cut that. Here, out. Let, let me let me help. <laughs> yep, yep, that, that pretty much nails it. All right, so Wolverine's it's the sound back. Of face. Uh, yeah, and then, and then it's just like I hear a motorcycle. Like Rogue is like a dog. <laughs> it's like I hear a motorcycle. I hear a motorcycle. Daddy's home. <laughs> and she, she takes off running for the door. And, and Bobby definitely gives a look like he's just like, son of a bitch. It's just the mailman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Wolverine is but back. Is, Wolverine is back. Uh, and th- this and- is where we get like the first of two or three jokes about like, how, how are you two boyfriend and girlfriend if you can't do it? Like, <laughs> right. How, what's what? What are you even doing? What are you thumb? even doing? You, you can't. Thumb wars? Everyone knows you can't have a meaningful relationship without doing it. You guys are doing it wrong. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah. So we 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 have like a a what <laughs> dating you say, <laughs> and then uh, then then I think that, we get... and like walks saunters downstairs. Yeah, we get we get like a parade of all the X Men saying, "Welcome back, Logan." And, and Jean coming down and being like, hey, Logan. Hey, Logan, I might be married. <laughs> <laughs> so 
just just so we're clear here, as far as we're aware, uh, Wolverine now has been with the X-Men for about, you know, 18 hours. Right. You know, like, like he went on a mission with them and then he left for, I don't know how long it's been, but apparently it's been a little while. Right. But immediately <clears throat> left. Yeah. Like, didn't say goodbye and stole one of their vehicles. Mm-hmm. Like he, because he leaves at the end of the last movie, so he's now coming back. He's re-entering their lives from the Ellis Island adventure, is what I call it, X Men: The Ellis Island Adventure. And uh, and Jean's just like, hey Logan. He's like, hey Jean. And then he like looks her up and down creepily, and that's right. that was the first part when I was like, okay, so so Logan hasn't changed. He's still doing that. <laughs> Yes, delightful. Yep. Um, and then, <laughs> then Cyclops like walks in wearing like the douchiest outfit he can find. He's wearing like, like plaid like, pants. He he was <laughs> he was definitely like modeled after nineteen sixties dad wear. I rem- yeah exactly. And I you remember know? looking at this when I first saw this movie, looking at him and being like, "Do people wear that? Is that a style right. that I am not, not aware anymore, of?" No. No, just Cyclops in this movie. Uh, and, and he's just like, hey, hey Logan, what are you doing? <laughs> and Logan's like, hey, your bike needs gas. I sold your bike. And he's like, well, fill her up then. Take take my bike back because I'm going to just throw you the keys. But you should put gas in it if you want to go anywhere. <laughs> I my, rode your- my credit card's on the table. Everybody uses it. Go ahead. Bye. I rode your motorcycle from New York to Canada. Yeah. After having been brought into this country illegally by a stealth jet. <laughs> um, is Alkali Lake a real place? I I don't know. I'm going to look it up because I want to know I where on say, the map is. Do we is. really need to know, though? Oh, Alkali Lake is an Oregon pet. It's in America. Oh, it's America. Yeah. Well. There you go. This now is just. That's yeah, just. This, this changes everything. <laughs> okay, so he rode the motorcycle across the entire country mm-hmm. and then came all the way back. All the way back. Um, yeah, I don't think the- we know I don't think we know um, <clears throat> how much how much time has passed since the first one. I'm googling it now on the wiki. But it I, I kind of want to know. Uh, oh, this was a 2003 film. I thought it was 2002. I goofed up in the beginning. It's okay. We forgive you. Um, I'm going to guess though, that it is, it, it came out three years later, but I'm, I'm guessing it is, uh, not three years later in the timeline of the movie. <clears throat> I'd believe that you're correct. If you tell me that's true. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. That doesn't say, okay. doesn't matter. It's been, it's been a while. All right. So fill her up then what happens next so then we get over to a scene with um magneto in yonder plastic prison or no we're mm-hmm. in uh no we're not we're in we're in um cerebro sorry oh Wolverine yeah is back he goes to talk to <laughs> professor x who is one of one of even more confusing bizarre things to happen mm-hmm. um so he <laughs> he goes into cerebro cere- cerebro Cerebra. Uh, he goes in smoking a cigar and Professor X 
does another terrifying thing and tells him something that he would do to him that I don't think he's kidding about. Yeah. What does he say? <laughs> he says, You'd make him think uh, he's a little girl. Smoking, sort of right. Continue smoking that in here, Logan. You have to excuse my Patrick Stewart impression. It's not good, but I love it. Um, continue smoking that in here, Logan. And I'll make, I'll make you believe you're a six-year-old girl for the rest of your life. He's like, would you do that? He's like, I'll have Gene braid your hair. It's like, <laughs> I've would clearly you... thought this through. Right, right. In your, <clears throat> in, your, in your reality, do you also make Gene believe he's a little girl? Because <laughs> this is getting weirder <laughs> no, by the minute. This is a very weird threat now. It's like we're bringing everybody in on this. Right, right. Uh, I'm going to mind control the entire goddamn world, Logan, and they're all going to believe you're a six-year-old girl forever. And then just to just to drive the point home, he then like connects to a large percentage of all of the people on the world in the world. Right. Well, because you know, I mean, again, we had to. This like, movie couldn't all of these write... people will think you're a six year old girl. Exactly. He couldn't. They they couldn't write a convincing mean person for the guy for the kids to go up against in the uh, museum. But we can write this line for no reason. Who's just like, let me show you something plot specific. <laughs> <laughs> I can actually connect to anyone, anything that I want. Look, here are all the dogs. I love doggies. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then there is a, um, excuse me, I laughed until I choked. Sorry. Um, there is a, a setup line where Wolverine, they, he's trying to find, he's in here cause he's trying to find Nightcrawler and he right. can't cause Nightcrawler keeps bamfing, but they don't know that the bamfing is happening. The bamfing. And, uh, Wolverine's like, why don't you just concentrate harder? And he goes, well, I could, if I wanted to kill everybody. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> It's like, so, whoa, 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 Wait whoa, a whoa, you have <laughs> a machine that you could hook up to your brain and kill everyone. How are we not the bad guys? <laughs> this is, this is ridiculous. It's, and all he has to do is be like, I, you know, all I got to do is, uh, just think a little harder. That's <laughs> well, it. And you know, it's not like, he, right. it's not like he even need like two people to turn two keys. Right, turn key. No, he's just like, and... <laughs> All the redheads are dead. I did it. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I can just pick whatever kind of sectioned out of people I want. But And, and that's another thing that bothered me. This will come up later uh, in the review. But when he's in Cerebro, I keep saying that wrong, don't I? Yes, I don't care. Whatever. Cerebro. Um, Cerebro. When he's in Cerebro, he's just like, here's all the humans. And here's all the mutants. Like, he doesn't do anything different. He's just like... Think about the humans, think about the mutants, done and mm -hmm. done. Mm -hmm. But then later in the movie, like Magneto has to come in and be like, I'm going to rearrange that. Da, 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 do, 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 do. <laughs> so there's, we're going to get to that part. There's two layers of stupidity going on there. Right. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to explain how I've always, because I, I originally thought it was extremely stupid, like you think. Uh -huh. And then um, someone explained to me that, no, it's actually just mostly stupid. Ah, mostly stupid. <laughs> yeah. So he's been anyway. mostly stupid all day. Uh, all we right. do get a, an interesting scene where, um, or uh, an interesting bit of this part where um, Wolverine does put his cigar out on his hand and yes. has like a little yes. orgasm face, and then his right. hand peels up <laughs> See, from the burn. I, again, like I, that's one of my least favorite things about 
Hugh Jackman's portrayal of Wolverine because Wolverine is supposed to be Wolverine in the comics is supposed to be the kind of guy who would totally put a cigar out in his own hand without a mutant healing factor. Mm. You know, he would just be like, I am that tough and rigid, but like he is going well over the top. You know, he's like, Oh, 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 Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, no, Oh, it's bad. Oh, oh, I'm done. It's it's very clear why he's, why he's doing this. Instead of just being like, no, I'll just leave the room. Um, Right. And then, and then I hated that CG effect the the healing effect was so bad from that because all it did was like there's a wound and then we shrunk it away. Yeah, it's like a stretch it, shrink crossfade thing. Right. Yeah. It's, it's like a, ugh, so lame. Yeah. That, so lame. That one was like um was kind of like a, we'll throw that one to the intern effect. <laughs> right. You know, right. Like some gotta, some of the effects in the first something. movie were a lot better. For sure. I mean they they did a lot of really cool effects especially with his um you know healing factor. That was just not one of them. So, so um, uh, he finds Nightcrawler. The like you see like the line of where Nightcrawler's been, and it's like broken and everything. And eventually, it stops. And they zoom in on him, and you can you can hear him praying. Right. Um, at one point in the scene, Wolverine tells him, "You know, I need you to read my mind some more because I went to the lake and no one was there." And he tells Professor X tells him, like, you know, there's some things that the mind has to find out for itself. Right. Like, I, and, I really feel like Professor X was like, did did you knock? <laughs> no, yeah. I showed up and lights were off. But I mean, you, you tried to go in, though, right? I mean, you tried to go in. <laughs> it's like, no, no, I uh, I drove past slow. <laughs> yeah. I don't think anybody was there. No, I mean, he's like, oh, you idiot. (laughs) Magneto tells Wolverine later something about like, you know, Professor X was probably just trying to I think it was Magneto, right? Professor X was or maybe it was Gene or somebody. Professor X was just trying to get you to come to these to these conclusions on your own because it would be better for your brain if you figured it out rather than him just like pulling it out and telling you. So it's not entirely clear what Professor X knows. Like, does he know there's a base under the base? I, I think know. so. I think like, I, I'm I'm pretty sure he knows everything because that that's the thing is like there there's the point where and we'll get to it in a minute. But when they're when they're talking together, Magneto and Professor X, and he, he's he's like, oh, you think you're going to make up for your failings by taking in the Wolverine? <laughs> we all know about the Wolverine. Like the only person who doesn't know his backstory is him, I think. <laughs> I think so, too. You know, mm hmm. I that that again that was I I always hated that I loved the mystery because you always wanted to know but you didn't want to know right you know no that I know so I know I didn't want to know I know <laughs> anyway um so, so hold on because we yeah, I did are, I did actually skip over the scene that I said I didn't skip over but there is a we'll just tie them all together so they did um <clears throat> we do get get a scene where uh, Stryker goes to. Uh, magneto in the plastic prison puts the uh we don't know what it is yet but some sort of a serum on magneto's neck which creates like a little uh abrasion on his neck of some sort um and then it it makes him like uh like almost like hypnotized or uh suggestive or something and he can ask him questions and he says tell me pretty much zombies out yeah tell me about the school or like xavier's school or i don't remember what he says but he says tell me about the school so right then 
we do this scene with Professor X and Cerebro. Then we go to um, uh, Mystique uh, disguising herself as Yuriko, who is, I believe, credited as Deathstrike, not Lady Deathstrike, right? Just Deathstrike. Mm-hmm. Um, she disguises Terrible. herself as Terrible Deathstrike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. Who is probably one of the most tragic characters of this entire movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, she disguises herself because this this woman is Stryker's assistant, brainwashed assistant, assassin person. Uh disguised as this person, she goes into uh Stryker's office, looks up all of the um Easter eggs that are on his computer. <laughs> right, right. Downloads open, a whole bunch open of open file Easter eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, it was Remy actually LeBeau. <laughs> Project Wide Awake. It was um it was actually kind of painful to be like, like, it took me a minute to be like, why is she printing things? And I'm like, oh, there's nothing. She, <laughs> like we didn't have thumb drives. Like, there was no, like, she wasn't going to burn a CD. Right. <laughs> you know, so. That um, is how Yeah. So she's literally just like printing stuff on the printer, you know, over and over. And she's waiting for these like page after page. Like, can you imagine getting into someone's computer and just being like, print all <laughs> very then, very painful so then um the real yuriko is coming over and so right. um she's coming in and mystique is uh changes her disguise to be the janitor and sneaks the papers out uh in a garbage can and then passes the real janitor who is just like huh oh that's weird well, He's a me. little more taken back than that, but yes. But he doesn't tell anybody, which is right. Partially, yeah, it's, it's true. Partially believable because he'd just be like, "Who's going to believe that I saw me walk by? They'd think I was, I'm crazy. They'll fire me. I'll lose my job." But on the I'll other hand, I'll lose my job, and I, I gotta go. On the other hand, yes. like, I have to assume that he's from like a an an outside agency, like a vendor that comes in and just cleans the building. Because if he was actually like an employee of this department. Where everybody is like, you know, we're on the we're on the get all the mutant squad here. Uh, <laughs> that he'd be like, you know, this is throwing up some red flags for me. I should probably report this to somebody. Probably, but you didn't. You didn't. All right, so <clears throat> she's got the papers. She knows um, about all the people who work at the plastic prison, and she knows about various different things related to the project. All right. Storm and Jean Grey have taken the X-Jet to wherever Nightcrawler was. Well, now, to, let's just, we got to be real clear on this on what's happening. They didn't know Wolverine was coming back. This, this was This was kind of like, oh, Wolverine, you're back. But they literally all had plans to leave. That's right. Because like Wolverine, watch the kids. Professor X is right. He literally is just like, uh, I hope you don't mind watching the children tonight. Uh, Scott and I are going out, and Gene and uh, Storm, they're leaving. I, no one likes to try to say Aurora, so Gene and Storm are leaving. Um, and so we have yeah, literally, there's going to be no one here. We have literally no other responsible adults. Right, right. No who, other who can no other watch these like I'm sorry. fifty to a hundred children that we have here. There's, there's a there's lot of kids. Five of us, and that's it. Yeah, Colossus is. Uh, I don't know how old Colossus is supposed to be, 
in this in these movies like is he like when like a 25 year old plays a 16 year old or yeah that's or, that's what I, I i took him to be probably 16 17 years old somewhere in that that realm because okay. uh, he, he definitely seems the actor is too old for the part that he seems to yes. be playing um <clears throat> and, and again not russian exceedingly underused i love colossus I don't even think he get he doesn't get to meddle up in this movie, does he? No, he does one time. Oh, does he? Yeah, during the attack. I don't even remember that. I, I, I watched this movie yesterday. He he does he does meddle up one time and they shoot some bullets at him and then oh that's he yeah punches that's, some guys off screen and then and, and then immediately unmetals up mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. then he's he's like just running around shirtless. Yep. <laughs> I can help you, and it's like yeah, throw him. <laughs> and Wolverine's like, help the kids. <laughs> Everyone's just like, who are who are you, Wolverine? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> who is Why this scary guy who's murdering all these people who invaded our? Anyway, we're getting ahead. Um, uh, Storm and Jean Grey go to whatever church Nightcrawler is hanging out in in, in his one pair of circus pants. Yes, and they go in. And uh, it's drafty and dusty and there. It's clearly a condemned church that maybe like they started renovations and didn't finish or I don't know what's going on with this church. But I I would guess that the uh, the ghost of the blue demon or whatever probably spooked them all away. And Scooby and the gang will be along to investigate any time. Well, the uh, the demon is trying to scare away Scooby and the gang right now. Right. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, <laughs> to you too. Storm is like, okay. I am having none of this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's teleporting all around, trying to scare them and make it look like there's more than one of him or whatever. Right. And they're just like, they're just like, okay. So, <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with this phlegm in my throat here. Yeah. <clears throat> but they're just like, oh, he's a he's a teleporter. <laughs> We're, we don't believe in demons. We definitely believe in mutants. So he's, we immediately understand what's going on here. And Storm's just like, okay, cool. So he's a mutant. That means I could just go ahead and hit him with some lightning. <clears throat> and as, Don't worry, I'll use my <clears throat> mutant-resistant lightning. She's like, okay, so I'm going to cause some lightning to fly down through the front door and destroy a load-bearing piece of this building. So she destroys some crossbeam thing and Nightcrawler falls down because he's caught off guard and Jean uh, catches him and apparently keeps him from teleporting, <clears throat> which Probably. is a we <clears throat> which is a, a thing that will come into play later. That is a thing Jean can do is keep people from teleporting. I I, I believe it to be her. Uh, she learned it from Professor X. Mm-hmm. She is she is inhibiting his mind in some way. Uh, to prohibit him from teleporting. It's so, very odd. Don't like it. Um, they um, are looking at him and they realize that he's got a, a scar thing on the back of his neck and everything. And um, I don't remember if this is the part where they talk to him about the... Um, I don't think this is the part where they talk to him about the tattoos, is it? I think, cause we, uh, I think no. now we cut no. over... So we, we're back at the school briefly. Wolverine's having another um, stab the children nightmare. And uh, 
he you know he's thinking about the you know, getting the adamantium put in and everything and then he decides to get up and <clears throat> walk around and he finds a kid who is changing the channels by blinking and the kid says he doesn't sleep and he asks Wolverine, the kid asks Wolverine like he can't sleep and he's like how could you tell and he's like well you're awake like, yeah, okay <laughs> shake, kid. <laughs> that's that's true um so Wolverine goes into a, a kitchen of some sort right uh, and grabs a brewski from or he goes no, into, no, no he doesn't i'm sorry it's you're right. soda it's, it's a soda because there's no beer or anything it's, right. it's a school he tries to he asks one of the he asks bobby yep. who's eating ice cream mm-hmm. um no he's like yeah hey, you, you guys he he says that he's yep. he says something to the effect of like don't anybody sleep around here <laughs> and uh he's like you guys got any beer and he's like this is a school so yeah but we do have some warm soda, warm in, the soda in the cupboard. Like, what? what? Cyclops. <laughs> guarantee you this is a Cyclops thing. It's got, and I guarantee you it literally has Cyclops written all over it. Right, right. All, all of those bottles <laughs> of pop in the cupboard literally just Cyclops. say Cyclops on them. And they are all diet off-brand. <laughs> diet Dr. Thunder. Right, Is what right. he's drinking. So the he has... Not Thor on Now... As ridiculous as that is, it does set up like a a scene so that Bobby can use his ice powers to cool down right. the the pop right. to flash freeze it. Basically, but again, Bobby then uses his powers in a weird way that I would not have expected him to, because he has always shown that he uses his ice through his hands. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, <clears throat> he doesn't use his hands for this. He blows into it. He yeah, goes, apparently, <laughs> it's like that. Is probably not sanitary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm a little concerned as to what just happened here. But Wolverine, he doesn't care. He's well, got a healing factor. Yeah, he's going to catch cold. <laughs> <clears throat> oh man, um, I don't know what happens next. We go. We cut out of this scene. We're going to come back to these Yahoos in a little bit. But uh, I that, think next you know, we go there, to. Yeah, no, they, they, that rolls right into the the attack. Now, first we cut over to we're we're going we're going to do some cutting back and forth between them at the mansion and Cyclops and Professor X at Magneto's house. Oh, that's right. Because Cyclops yeah. is there wearing his Matrix costume. Right, he's got his full. <laughs> Again, like this is it's so weird. Like there's no reason for it, but he is wearing his full X-Men outfit. This is, this is the, and a black trench coat. Yeah. This is the equivalent of when in the animated series, Cyclops would spend like all the time wearing his full on costume, but then putting a jacket over it. Right. So he doesn't get cold. Right. And this is the exact same thing. He's like, we're going to visit Magneto. So I'd better put on my entire uniform. And then put this jacket, it's my leather uniform now in the real world here. And then this like thick wool coat over it. I'm not going to get cold. All right. Maybe you're going to get cold. I'm not going to get cold. It's always so drafty in that. (laughs) So drafty in the plastic plastic prison. Oh, I don't like it. Uh, I'm going to wear my long pants and my long coat. I guess Cyclops is is one of the only characters that you you couldn't hide him anyway because he's wearing the big doofy glasses yeah. at the at the least. Um, but so he might as he might as well walk around in the full 
leather one piece. But the thing is, like earlier, he's got the ruby quartz sunglasses right. on. Right. So it's like, well, he's, again, he's, he's here clearly just in case right. for battle. He is clearly ready to go. Mm-hmm. Um, he's ready to do battle. So, yeah, for sure. Um, it's weird. The whole thing's weird. The whole thing. Uh, this whole thing is weird. This whole movie is weird. The whole movie is weird. Uh, so yeah. So then he, you know, we we go in and we talk to uh, Magneto, Magnet, Magnus, Magnus. Mag- um, Perf- and uh, I, I don't. Uh, let's let's kind of just go through the entire um, Magneto Professor X part because I I forget in which parts they cut these scenes as they go back and forth. Between um, the school and uh, yeah, we'll just go through each interaction. Yeah, so Uh, Magneto and Professor X are like trading quips for a little bit, you know, and And this is the part where first, like Professor X comes in and he's all like, la 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 la, (laughs) and then Magneto's like, yeah, I've been getting jacked in the face. (laughs) (laughs) So what's new with you? Yeah, because he's, he's um, pretty well bruised up. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, they, they're just like, oh, man, that sucks, bro. What? what? I feel like sometimes, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Brian, I think that we should start a new podcast where we drink and do this. And it'll be like drunk history, but it'll be drunk movie recollections. Pat, when, when we get to... Uh... When we get to some of these, actually, you know, X, X-Men 3 X, is probably X-Men good. X-Men 3 is probably a good one to start with. I'll get the whiskey. Anyway. <laughs> okay, um, so this, so, this so, scene yeah. is, is so weird because at first they're just, like, doing their typical, like, one-upsmanship where Magneto's uh-huh. doing, like, oh, you, you think you're going to make up for your mistakes by taking in the Wolverine and all that. And, like, they're just kind of, like, lightly insulting each other back and forth and then professor x is just like okay well enough of this i'm just gonna go ahead and start reading his mind without right. his permission which is a thing <laughs> that i do all the time and magneto's uh, clearly like uh i'm we're just i'm just wasting time until he gets around to the reading my mind part and then Mag- Mag- or professor x just like what did, what have you done he's like i you know his his whole demeanor changes and he's just like i couldn't help it charles i i told them everything and then, you know, and he, he's like, and then throws in the line that was clearly just there for the trailer because it didn't make sense in the scene. You should have killed me when you had the chance. <laughs> yeah. It's like it, that escalated really quickly. Really and why did. are you mad at Charles? Like what, what is happening here? Right. You set him up. <laughs> you <laughs> like, yeah, none of this is his fault. Right. When he um, walked in, you could have just been like, uh, hey, read my mind real quick. <laughs> right. And then right, just been exactly. like, get the hell out of here. Get the hell out. You know, the, it, it didn't make any sense because they were they were being like frenemies. And then right. suddenly Magneto was just like, I'm so sorry. You know, like he's like just so contrite. He's like, I, I couldn't help. It. I'm so sorry. And then and then he's just like, yeah, shut up. Killed me. It's he, they're all over the place. It's almost like they filmed like three different takes of the scene. And then, and then we're like, just like cut different parts do together. Do all of them together. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it was very weird. The whole interaction is very weird. It, uh, you know, Cyclops gets taken out. Yeah, one, punch. one punch uh, girl takes him out. And it's great because that's how Cyclops would totally go down. Yep. Um, he wore his whole costume. 
Yeah, he did. He, he dressed did. up for this. He, he dressed up for the occasion. Uh, down and, one, and this punch. Is one punch. One punch. Uh, now, again, she is a formidable foe. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Uh, but one punch. <laughs> one punch. Good old Cyclops. Uh, Good for nothing Cyclops. Luckily, <laughs> Cyclops comes back brainwashed, and he is also no threat as a bad guy either. So Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, so going back, so we're, we were cutting back and forth between this scene and Wolverine and uh, Iceman back at the mansion. So... Right. Wolverine and Iceman are talking about Rogue again because they're both in love with her. And for one of those people, it is creepy. <laughs> and for the other one, it's just frustrating. And uh, I I've, I'll, I will say I've always felt like the Wolverine thing was out of fatherly, fatherly caring. Okay. I don't think you ever had any attention to. No, I don't. Yeah, I don't to, think so. Uh, it's, you know. It's weird. Do anything else. It's it's weird. Don't it's, get me wrong. Wolverine's Wolverine's constant girl, like younger girl who is definitely into him, is weird. That's mm-hmm. that's just that is a Wolverine trope. Be it Jubilee, be it Shadow Cat, be it Rogue. It's always there. It's weird. I don't think that it needs to be a thing <laughs> because they always have a crush on him. You know, it's never it's never like I just want to learn the ways of the sword. <laughs> you know, it's it's always just like, oh gosh, he is every daddy issue. <laughs> every one of them. <laughs> you know, uh, and he is old enough to be my dad's dad's dad. <laughs> so it's it's everything. Um and, and again, like I really do feel like um as we progress now, I haven't read comics in some years now with any regularity. I would hope that in today's climate, we're getting a little better, but who's to say, <laughs> um, in any case, yeah, we're, we're, it's weird. That's, that's the bottom line. It is. It is definitely weird. So they're uh, shooting the breeze and all of a sudden Wolverine's um, super senses kick in for the first time in the movie. Right. He's, and he's, he's just like, been ignoring them this whole time. And all of a sudden now he goes. Oh, 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 oh. So he gets up for a minute to leave. I don't know exactly what order this happens in, but TV channel changing kid um, who I think is an actual mutant from the comics, but whose name Probably. I forget. Probably. I, I feel like he was supposed to be an Easter egg, but nobody knew who the fuck he was. <laughs> um, he so So the people who were sent in to detain and question uh have are like uh seal team six here yeah for sure sneaking through the mansion in jungle paint Uh which is weird because i guess they thought they were gonna have to sneak in through the forest or whatever but they come Uh by helicopter Uh so that's weird um they are uh slurking slurking slinking yeah slurking slurking. there we go yeah that's why i'm yeah i was right slurking through the mansion and they come across this kid who is not nearly concerned enough about this situation as he should be. (laughs) And they just like shoot him with the trank darts. And I think that might be what alerts Wolverine. Uh, Because Wolverine leaves the room. And then... He was like, what was that? Now, in any other medium, I would have been able to tell you that there were 12 guys in the house and what kind of cologne they were wearing. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) 
for the purpose of this, I don't know. <laughs> so he leaves. And right. then uh, a guy with a rifle comes in. One of the bad guys comes in. And uh, Wolverine, you know, he's he's like aiming his gun at, uh, at uh, Iceman. And then Wolverine comes back and attacks the guy. And we get, like, he gets stabbed six times through the chest and into the refrigerator. And that's at that point that you're just like, oh, it's one of these. <laughs> it's one of these kinds of movies where Wolverine actually gets to kill some people. Right. And boy, does he kill some people because he leaves the room and it's just nothing but bloodless uh, snicting the whole way for the next, like, ten minutes. Right. Bloodless snicting, Pat. That's bloodless. That's the official... That's the official designation for us. I will, I will also here. say, um, I've never had a problem with that. Uh, you know, it, it's never bothered me, you know, uh, in movies where, you know, there's clear violence happening. I, I've never needed the blood, you know? Mm-hmm. No, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. Like, like this, Hellboy, I think was another good one, where it's like, there was a lot of pretty decent graphic violence in this, but they didn't feel the need to go over the top with buckets of blood. And so it was more, I don't know, I guess palpable. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, so um, at one point, some of the soldiers, the soldiers are going to the different bedrooms and tranking the kids and they get to who I think is siren. And right. she, she starts screaming and, uh, and also Kitty Pride at one point runs away through a wall. But Siren she, starts screaming. But for, for, she falls through her bed. Mm-hmm. I, I always thought that was clever. She just she just <gasps> and holds her breath and just falls <laughs> to the bottom floor and then just starts running through walls. Yeah, and through a person at some point, too. Yeah. <clears throat> um, Siren is screaming. It wakes all the kids up. Um, at some point, this is where like Colossus makes his entrance and suits up. And uh, fight some guys. So there's there's just a lot of Wolverine running around and slashing. And um, God, I don't even remember how this scene actually plays out. Because there's a lot of, like, the helicopters are showing up and people are coming in. And Rogue is running around yelling, Bobby! And, because uh, um, she's from King of the Hill. And, uh... Bobby! Um... At some point there, like Rogue and Pyro and Iceman are cornered in a room and the helicopters are there and everybody's coming in and Wolverine like leaps off a balcony and kills two people yeah. and probably the second no, best I think, part he, of the movie. I think he killed like four people. Oh yeah, he did. He killed two people he, on the way like, down. Right. He, on, on the coming down, he was like into your chests, and then he just like snicked his arms to the side and I, I'm not even sure what parts I, he, he got, he, but he I, got them. I think he stabbed them in the legs and then flipped yeah. them over. Yes. Yeah, that sounds right. But it's so. hard to tell without all the blood and the stuff. Um. So then they're running through the mansion. They get to the part where you can like punch part of the wall and it goes away right. and the, <laughs> the underground trail is there. Right, right. The underground mutant railroad. Mm-hmm. And uh, he gets like everybody in there. Um, Colossus is like, I'm going to, I'll help you. And Wolverine's like, nah, help them. And nah. Um, nah. Yeah, Wolverine's like, nah, I'm good. So then Wolverine goes about killing a few more people. And it was at this point in the movie when I was thinking like, you know, it's kind of funny that um, the president told him he didn't want to see any mutant bodies on the news. 
<laughs> and I thought, I wonder if this was actually part of Stryker's plan, where he's like, if I go in with way too much force, a lot of my men are going to be killed, and then I'll have an excuse. I mean, that's, you know, Stryker's game has been so far. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll get in there. He's, <laughs> uh, he's basically portrayed in this movie as the human equivalent of Magneto who is willing right. to sacrifice his own people to defeat the other side. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so. all right. So Wolverine, um, he's killing some people and then um, Stryker comes in and starts to uh, tell him like, you know, he basically he tells him he recognizes him and he starts to kind of like give hints about his past and stuff. And then a, uh, um, you know, suggesting like, you know, either they work to, because he, he talks about like the work they used to do and stuff like that. So he clearly knows Wolverine knows about his past. But right. Then a giant ice wall shows up uh, and separates the two of them. Right. And uh, it's a, uh, it's Iceman and the rogue has convinced him to come back and save Wolverine. And even though Wolverine is like actively like, no, <laughs> do not what are you it? doing? Yeah. So I've literally not is, known anything about my life that he was going to tell me something about my life. Everybody else knows about my life, and this is the first person I've met who will tell me. <laughs> and they're just like, nope. I would, children. I would also like to point out that um, at this point, I believe Jean Grey and Cyclops and maybe others who are in this movie actually met Wolverine way when they uh -huh. were children. Uh-huh. So yeah. let's, we'll just kind of ignore that part. We, we, I, I've always assumed at that point that that's where Wolverine's Wolverine has a subconscious attraction to Jean due to that. And hatred of Cyclops. Absolutely. Cyclops is a dick though. That's and true. deserves is, is highly deserving of his hatred. Um, so, Wolverine, there's there's a really weird scene where like Stryker's got his hand up on the ice and he's like feeling uh -huh. it to make sure it's ice, and then Wolverine puts and his Wolverine's hand like, up on the other side. Oh, Daddy, Daddy, it's me, it's me, James Hallett. The, the needs of the many. <laughs> anyway, uh, so then really oh, weird scene. Yeah, so um, Gene, not Gene. Rogue convinces Wolverine to come into the tunnel and escape with them. And um, Stryker blows up the ice wall and everybody's gone. And um, then they wheel a cart down to Cerebro. Uh huh. And they um, now in it, there's an interesting thing where it's they do mention that the, everybody escaped into tunnels that were not in their plans. And the plans came from Magneto. So apparently they built these tunnels after the last time Magneto was in the mansion. Was was allowed to be in the mansion. Yeah. So, interesting. Um, interesting point doesn't really have any bearing on anything. Um, <clears throat> the So, they, they wheel this cart down to Cerebro, and it's apparently a Professor X emulator. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a Professor X eyeball emulator. Hello. Yeah, it's a, like... 
it basically just it's a lock pick it shines it shines an eyeball <laughs> into the eyeball scanner and then just like adjusts the eyeball yeah yeah properties it, I, until I, it unlocks it's like i found that to be highly suspect that <laughs> that it's just like uh-huh uh-huh uh, yep oh there we go now we got the professor <laughs> Ooh, so X close eye. so close there <laughs> it is all right you can come in which oh. which again begs the question of if they had that kind of technology, they already had Professor X. Could they not have just as easily scanned his eyeball and so, just had it at the ready? Can I just say that that is one of several weird choices that Stryker makes <laughs> in this I, movie? I agree. I agree. Um, so, but if I can go back to Professor X for a minute. Yeah, please. This, this scene, it, it's consistent. But it reminds me, because there's no Professor X here, it reminds me that Professor X has programmed his room to welcome him whenever it scans his eyeball. Because the thing says, welcome, Professor. And it does this every time it scans his eyeball. And I just that's, thought that's, that's very true. That's actually kind of a weird thing to do. Well, but yes not, and no. It, I, I feel I, like it's something I would do. But it, it's... Right. It seems Why, like it's, not it's, something it's the professor weird for do. him, but not weird for you. Exactly, because he's supposed to be like a normal person, <laughs> but he is in fact like some sort of a low key psychopath. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> there's there's no question in my mind that he is. But again, you know, we uh, we, we I feel like the more the deeper you look into superheroes, I feel like there are very few of them that aren't some level of psychopath mm -hmm. you know it, it, you're not talking about like your spider-man who who has this like deep abiding like i have to do good i just have to you know you got like your like your batman which is pretty clear the psychosis there you know mm. um you're uh like your hawkeyes it's like you know you shoot arrows like that's not even a superpower what are you doing <laughs> Like you shoot arrows really well, and way back when, I, you're the guy I would have wanted on my team. But people have guns now, <laughs> you, so you just can't compete. Uh, so um, anyway, uh, yeah, I lost, I lost track. Oh, so they get into Cerebro. <laughs> And um, I forgot what Stryker says when he gets in there, but he he tells him to like take the parts or take whatever they need. Take yeah, I think that's exactly what he says. Like take what we need, take whatever we need. So and what um, we need is there was also a, there was also a brief scene cut in here where um, Wolverine, Rogue, Pyro, and Iceman steal another one of Cyclops's cars. Yes, and, I've been waiting to talk about this since it happened. Uh, by hot wiring it with a, by sticking a claw with a, in the ignition. a single claw where only like he's like looking for the keys and they're like this is cyclops's car and wolverine's like oh shit i got this <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, you know he, he gets in there <laughs> and, and then immediately what, what did you want to talk about in the scene the the, the in sync like starts oh. blaring like it's not even like quiet, you know. Like no, it's, it's not like oh he was he was like, he was jamming. Yep. Cyclops was in his car in his 1960s dad's clothes, <laughs> and he was just like oh, baby bye 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 bye. Yep. Can you 
What, and it can was you just glorious. picture it? Yep. I can't. I'm, I'm right now. James Marsden kind of scowling, like with his nose all puckered up, and being like, bah, bah, bah. and you know that earlier that day he confiscated that CD from a student and then yelled at them for having it. Right. For sure. A hundred percent. Um, um, and, uh, Bobby says he's got family in, uh, New Jersey or something. So like, all right, we're going to only after they recover <laughs> from <laughs> the, from the horrific sounds. Yep. So, um, I think now might be a good time for me to bring up because Striker's odd choices. Okay. Uh Uh So there is the, we have Professor X. We bring a machine that we have developed independent of this in order to break into Cerebro because we need to break into Cerebro so that we can take parts out of it to put into our other Cerebro that we have built, even though we now have access to a fully functioning, complete Cerebro. Right. And we have the professor and his Cerebro. So why are we taking the parts out of this Cerebro and hauling them all the way across the entire country to install them into our shitty rundown, you know, duct tape together Cerebro? Why aren't they just using the actual Cerebro? I will, I will, uh, I will say what, what I've always believed um, is the, the notion that they, they, it's not like because they did this raid, they took over the mansion. You know what but, I mean? But everyone's gone. Well, <laughs> sure. I leave my house every day too, but then I come back, <laughs> you know, like, do you, the, I think the idea is, is that if they were just like, yep, this is our mansion now, um, then he knew, he knows that all of those scary mutants that got away, were just going to come back and knock on the door and be like, Hey, we have keys you know um so the the notion of like we're going to take this back to our secret base where nobody knows where we're at is is it's going to make things a lot harder on the heroes you know i mean there was a good chunk of the movie where they're just like we have no idea where they are yeah we have to figure out where they are professor x knew where they were the whole time and just didn't feel like telling anybody well, yeah, I mean, yes and no. <laughs> he, he was trying to save the surprise for Logan. And I can I contest that I don't think that he actually 100% knew that 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 striker was down there. He just knew that a base was down there. The funny thing is is like all these movies have to come up with the first 3 movies all have to come up with some reason for Professor X2 not be able to be in the final battle because his powers are just so overwhelming. Right. No, that's, that's, that's for sure. Well, cause and, again, like once, once you open the movie with dude stopped hundreds of people in their tracks and just made them stand there, made them stand there with, you know, no, no regard to their comfort or, and, and, and at the very end, I, this is one of my favorite things happens um, they, when he does his his final uh, time stop of the movie. There's a guy who's putting something in his mouth. <laughs> and I still don't know. Like when I was younger, I thought it was gum, but I think it's a pen now. I think it's a pencil but or I, something. I, yeah. 
he's like it, it's this weird like he's got his lips wrapped around his teeth like he's an old person like he's pretending to be an old person and he's got this thing like halfway in his mouth <laughs> it's like it's... this guy is is just he is in center stage right now i can tell he is loving this <laughs> he is just like ah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and every time that the camera would pan by him, I'm just like, what? What are they doing? <laughs> what is he doing? There's no reason he should be doing that with his mouth. He's he's in a very serious meeting with the president. They're going on live TV. What is he doing? <laughs> so, you know, good job, character actor 317. You did it. I really, I really fell for your, for your, uh, your mouth antics. It is, it is definitely a centerpiece of that scene. For sure. um, anyway, let's, let's go All back. Right. So, um, where are we? So, okay. So, um, everybody is, uh, okay. So this is where, um, okay. So I think I said Bobby was from New Jersey. He's actually from Boston. He's from Massachusetts. Okay. Yeah. That's and true. that is near, yeah where uh storm and gene were to get nightcrawler mm -hmm. and um <clears throat> they're gonna go to bobby's parents in boston and they got a cell phone type thing that came out of the dashboard <laughs> and uh they're they're trying to contact uh storm Anyone. and gene but for Anyone some reason uh it's not getting through that that's not really explained like i think just like I out think in the middle of a, nowhere i i don't think it's a cell phone as much as it's a two-way communicator and they hadn't picked theirs up yet that that's that was always my my take but it's just um, okay we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more when we get to that scene but there's a a scene ahead of this where um lorio the uh officer who is the guy who beats magneto daily <laughs> is um fred durst yeah he's in a bar I actually I had to look it up to make sure that he wasn't actually played by Fred Durst. <laughs> I was like, I, this guy looks a it, lot it, like it, Fred Durst. It really is uncanny. No pun intended. Oh, man. There was. There was a pun. I liked um, it. Yep. So uh, there, he's in a bar. Dr. McCoy, Dr. Hank McCoy, is on the TV, not looking like a beast. Yeah, I, I call bull caca. <laughs> And uh, he's, he's talking about the mutant debate. Right. Anyway, Lorio's in the bar, and who else is there but Rebecca Romaine Stamos? At that point in time, probably, yeah. yeah. yeah she, <laughs> no, she definitely was a Stamos at the time, yeah. Um, that still makes me a little sad. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Those two were so beautiful. <laughs> um, she's uh, flirting hardcore with Lorio, uh, drugs him and then uh, makes out with him briefly in a disgusting bathroom before injecting him with uh, with a ton of iron, <laughs> like a, like a ridiculously huge a syringe, ridiculously massive syringe of iron. Like he probably should have just died. Yeah, like he was gonna die. I... Like there's no doubt he would have died eventually, no matter what, because he would have got like some sort of like rust poisoning or I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but right. like, but just like the way it's injected, like into his butt or his spine or something. Yeah, right. I like that. That's just like, go, that's like not even going into his blood. It's like just in his flesh. Like, I, yes, don't even, exactly. like, 
I don't know what's going on here. But anyway. And then my favorite part about this character is he still, like, you could tell he counted that as a win. Yeah. He, like, the next day he's like, (laughs) hey, Magneto, you about ready for your beating? (laughs) Yeah, he took the W for that one. And uh, And he's just like, man, oh, man, I went into the bathroom with this chick, and all I know is I woke up later and my ass was hurting. Ah, no, we had a good one. <laughs> anyway, uh... and then, but that the, I do, I genuinely enjoy the 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 rest of that sequence. It, yes, it's a it's a very like, oh yeah, get him. Yep, because uh, so when when Lorio is scanned by the uh, metal detector, it like briefly detects something, but then it's like, oh no, it's it's fine. He can go through. So, but you could tell Magneto detects the metal like as soon as he's right. in the plastic prison. Like his whole, like, <laughs> everything changes. Like he, he gets a little smirk. He's almost, you know, like kid on Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's something different about you. Too much iron in your blood. And then it's just, just yep. oh, so good. Yep, and all the little blood clouds. Yeah, yes. Yep. It, was a, it was a really fun sequence, you it, know? It really shows, like, the danger that Magneto can be with just a small amount of metal. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's the best part about Magneto. His, his character is so powerful because there's literally just metal everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. He's, <laughs> and, these, these little, like, ball bearings are orbiting him. Which right. was really cool as he's he, floating around on this disc I, like, that he right. made. He, he takes he had three bearings basically worth of metal, um, and then he just takes one and makes it like paper fucking thin, and just gets on it and rides because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all he needed to do. Yep, and these two things are just orbiting him. And I, I remember the first time thinking like, okay, you don't have to show off; just make a bigger disc, you jerk. But then, then he uses them to start smashing through the wall and everything. And I was like, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah, yeah, I get where you're going with this. Okay, I get what you're putting down. It's a fantastic scene. Um, it is. I, I think probably one of my favorites in uh, in this whole series, even just Magneto cutting loose, basically. Right, right. Um, so we cut over to Professor X in a basement or he's in the he's in the Alkali Lake facility. They've got yes. him. They've got him uh, chained to his. I think it's his own wheelchair, and his I'm... hand is within reach of the control that lets the chair drive around. But I guess I'm willing to bet they took the batteries out. That's okay. that's my guess. I am. <laughs> I, like they, I, when I saw this, I was like, okay, he could like get out of the chair and crawl away. So I get why they kind of like tied his arms down so he can't just like fall out of the chair and crawl away. But then I'm like, he's clearly able to reach the joystick. So I don't know what they do. But yeah, they probably they probably cut the power or whatever. He's got a thing on his head so that he can't use his powers. And uh Stryker is is telling the story about how he got his scars and uh and how his his wife um killed herself because their son uh Jason has the ability to create illusions within people's minds and she went crazy and uh, killed herself with a uh, power drill. And this, this person, Jason Stryker is supposed to be um, 
uh, Jason Wingard, I think. The I mastermind. never right. I never knew much about the the character. He's ironically he's big in the Phoenix Saga because he's the in the original Dark Phoenix Saga. He's a member of the um, Hellfire Club, and uh, it's it's his illusions that convince uh, Phoenix basically that she should be a bad guy. So he's kind of responsible for creating the Dark Phoenix. In this movie, he's has almost nothing to do with creating the Dark Phoenix, but he's here nonetheless, and he's now a lobotomized guy in a wheelchair. Right. And we get um, some wheelchair-on-wheelchair mind-dueling in this movie. Right. Um, and so they're going to use... Uh, oh, there is... there. So this, is, um, this scene also contains... Um, Yuriko, her uh, mind control is starting to wear off a little bit, and she's like starting to look around, like where am I? And Stryker like grabs her and forces her down and puts more goop on her neck, and then she's back to being um, like a mind controlled slave girl. And that's the point where you're just like, oh, oh, she's not here. She's here <laughs> against her will. Right. You know, right. she's not working for him. She's she's a. Uh, She's an unwilling participant in this, which is really unfortunate because she dies rather gruesomely later. Yes, yes, she does. Really, really gruesomely. Uh, and again, such a cool character. Like, they they really fuck up Wolverine's rogue gallery in mm -hmm. all of these yeah, movies. Every, every, yeah, uh, every, every time. It's just like, you know, Sabretooth, really fucked. Uh, Lady Deathstrike, super fucked. Um, who else? I, there, there's like, there's a plethora of others, and every time it's just like, oh, that character was really cool. Not oh, in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> Wolverine Origins has like three or four yeah. other Weapon X people in it that are all, yeah, yeah. just garbage. Just like, oh yeah, <laughs> we put them in a movie. <laughs> so we. we um, we cut on yeah, over yeah. to they're in they're in Boston at Bobby's house. Um, Wolverine is once again drinking the uh, uh, drinking random people's drinks. <laughs> the the family Wolverine comes is oh. constantly aching to get drunk yeah. <laughs> and he can't. That's the beauty of it. He can't get drunk because he's this mutant power won't let him. But it, he's just like, I need a beer. We get one of those weird movie scenes where Rogue is going to put on Bobby's grandma's clothes. And I'm pretty sure it's his mom's clothes. Okay, but fine, ahead. whatever. Bobby's mom's clothes. I think uh, that actually makes it weirder because his mom is there. Yes. Um, <laughs> like, oh, the, the gloves were his grandma's. The clothes were his right, mom's. That's what it right. was. So anyway, but they do that weird movie thing where Rogue is like, I'm going to completely take off all my clothes now. And put these clothes on. Just turn around, but stay in the room and don't look at me. Definitely do not just go outside of this room and let me do this in private. And of course, I don't he, think I'll be honest with you. I never found that to be like weird. That I that, think I think that is an open invitation for for him to look a couple of you know a couple of young kids to peek at each other. Yeah, I, 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 I I I believe that that was the intent. These are, these are gives, some incredibly she gives horny a kids. Coy, right. She gives a coy look to him. He gives a coy look to her. You know, it's it's one of those things. I I never I never thought it to be much worse than that. 
Um, There's a weird portion of this where Wolverine hears a noise and pops his claws at the cat, and then the cat yes. licks his claws. Yeah. I, I, right. I when I, when that happened originally, I thought it was hilarious. But it was really funny. Um, you know, 30 years ago or whenever this happened. Uh, <laughs> okay. 30, 39, 40 years ago when this movie first came out. Um, but, uh, but yeah, when, when I was watching this, I was like, there's nothing about this that's cool. No. Like, Wolverine should have known that it was a cat. The cat should never have been able to get the drop on him. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the cat is licking his razor-sharp adamantium claws should leave his little tongue in ribbons. So then the family comes home and is surprised that there's, like, Wolverine is in the kitchen, even though they establish, like, two minutes later that their car is parked in the driveway. (laughs) True. So they should have known something's up. But anyway, Bobby comes down. They did come through the back door, though. Yeah, but so like maybe, but the, maybe they parked around back no, for some. They reason. didn't. Their car is parked behind Cyclops's car in the oh, driveway. Oh damn it! You're right. You're right. <laughs> anyway, um, they they like out. They come out to his parents and say that they're all mutants. And Wolverine is an art professor, apparently. And Bobby's little brother gets upset and calls the police and tells them like these mutants are here and they're holding us hostage. Well, no, no. See, here's the thing. He, I I would have bought that more. But he doesn't say that. He says there are people here. Oh yeah, they won't let us leave. Like he doesn't call call in the mutants. Like I, this was a like a full on. His brother is a fucking dick. Like it was. It wasn't like a. I'm scared of what this mutant problem is. Like his brother is just a little fucking asshole. Because <laughs> it would be totally something else if he actually was like, you know what? I'm I'm highly uncomfortable and I'm super fucking racist. I'm gonna call. On these damn muties in my fucking house. He, but he does. He's just like, no. there are people here and they won't let me leave. Yeah, he's, he's his, bas- his acting wasn't great either. But he's he's basically like, I'm going to just get the cops to come over and like try and right. shoot my brother. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so, you know, and so they did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we have a brief we have a brief cut scene back to Storm and Jean where they're talking about Nightcrawler's. Uh, angelic tattoos, which is right. really weird because I don't know where he's got the the idea of angelic symbols from, or how he even managed to do this. Uh, I'm pretty himself. sure he literally just scarred himself. No, he I mean like used a razor and cut himself up. Yeah, I know, but I understand how he did it. But I mean, like, how did he reach his like the middle of his back? Like, I don't know, <laughs> with his tail. Uh, he he bamboed his, his hand back there. I don't know, Pat. Uh, uh, whatever. <laughs> or maybe, you know what, I'll, I, I'll give you the tail. Okay. The tail is a much better explanation. Cops show um, up. Cops show up at uh, Bobby's house. Uh, they shoot Wolverine in the head because he won't put his claws down. Right. And he's too well, dumb no, to just you know, suck them back up. Exactly. So they're, they're like, sir, put down the knives. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to try to, I'm going to be Wolverine, but try to be real rational about this and tell you all I can't put them down because they are part of my bam. Oh, I'm shot in the head, everybody. I'm shot in the head. Um, people. And start- it's not even like it, it. Like they could have made it much cooler if the bullet wasn't sitting like right there <laughs> in his head. Like if they were just like, oh my god, head wound. Oh my god. 
oh, you know, like they never show the way a, a head would actually look with a gunshot in it in movies. It's always like this little tiny hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's just like, yeah, I mean, there's I, was there anybody there was nobody who was going to be surprised that he got back up from this. Well, there was a lot of chaos going on. I don't think anyone was really looking at him, but the the cops were all yelling to get down. I think the guy that shot him like panicked. And right, uh, right. so like Rogue and Iceman get down and, you know, they're, they're complying, but Pyro is just like, no, nah, I'm not putting up with this. They just probably maybe killed Wolverine. I'm not putting up with this at all. So he starts throwing fireballs at everybody and yep. uh, blowing up a bunch of cars. And this scene is Which pretty again, cool. It is very cool. And, uh, and again, it, they do a good job of giving, um, you know, pyro. It's, it's a well-deserved, it's a well-earned turn, mm-hmm. you know, um, they, they, they give him a, a great story arc where he's obviously kind of like a, a snarky dick, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, but ultimately, it's like, yeah, if I were him, I totally would go to Magneto. Yeah. These these X-Men aren't doing shit. Yeah, he's basically, he keeps getting told, like, hey, quit using your powers right. and stuff. You know, quit being yourself. And Magne- exactly. that's, like, that's Magneto's whole thing, like, be yourself. So He's like, please, yeah, please so be yourself. This is also a, a one of the few times when Rogue actually gets to use her powers in battle. E- effectively. And, yeah, effectively <laughs> to do something. She takes um his powers temporarily which has the effect of weakening him uh so he can't keep doing this and then she uses his powers to put out all the fire which is pretty cool right wolverine wakes up because his body uh healed up and pushed the bullet back out and you know i wanted to point this out too i am so glad they abandoned this after a while i hated every time that he healed himself he had to crack his neck yeah every it was like yep i'm healed crack I was like, that's so unnecessary. So unnecessary. Um, Then Storm and Jean show up in the Blackbird. And right. finally, X2, X-Men United. It's happened. We're, they're all together. <laughs> it's happened. They've united. Um, Professor X, I'm going to kind of fly through some of these parts a little bit faster. Yeah. Uh, Professor X and Jason are having a... Um, christmas party or whatever she he appears as a little girl in her in his imagination first he does the dick move of trying to get him to believe he made him walk again yeah that was it was a total dick because like professor x is crying and he's like ah and he's like oh damn it jason yeah but it's like the (laughs) it was was very like dennis the menace it was like (laughs) hey mr wilson um, but yeah, I, I, it's very it's, bizarre. Yeah. It's like the sheer, uh, it's so different from reality. You know, right. he knows he can't walk. That's the, so then, then Jason has to be like, okay, I need to create a, a more, uh, realistic illusion for him. So they're going to be doing that for a while. Um, we cut back to, um, the Na- the air force is now after everybody in the X jet and we get a, right. A scene that is cool in theory, but the CGI is a little not quite with the tornadoes. Is it, you know, is it cool, though? Like, like, I feel like this is more like they're just handing out the fodder against them. Yeah, well, they also probably causes (laughs) storm causes like a thousand tornadoes. 
Yeah, and those tornadoes and probably did some damage on the ground. Th- I'm sure they did a lot of damage on the ground. And here's the other thing. We already know that she is like fucking Maverick <laughs> Hawkeye with lightning. Yeah. She could have just zapped everything with lightning. Done. And she's like the goal with the tornadoes. Like the tornadoes took out both planes. Right. You know, um, but one plane manages to get uh, some missiles off before it uh, explodes. And Gene starts using Phoenix powers to uh, to blow what up the missiles. What are you talking about, Brian? Oh. What do you mean? What do you mean Phoenix powers? I mean, I mean her, she's her. just using her slightly more advanced regular powers. I don't know what you're talking about, buddy. Oh, sorry. Her her her, her fire powers, eye powers. Yeah. You mean her the, fire eye powers? The times yeah, when she uses her exactly. powers and lights on fire. Those things. Fire eye powers. Totally normal. Totally normal, and definitely not that. <laughs> So anyway, she blows up one missile, but the other missile uh, hits the the plane and blows a hole in it. Well, she blows it up, but it's she blows it up like right next to the plane, yeah. and she's she's just like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah, it was that, very dramatic. That precognition kicks in again. <laughs> yeah, right. Her precognition is like that girl in uh, in Mean Girls, where you know if it's raining out, she can tell by touching her breasts if it's already raining. <laughs> Gene's just like, yep, yep. I there's a sixty percent chance that I blew that up right next to the jet, and everybody's like, yeah, we're getting sucked out of the jet. She's like, yeah, it might be a seventy five percent chance. Because Rogue is, Rogue had panicked so much that she never figured out how to buckle herself in. Well, and again, and just decides was, to like hold on to the seatbelt. It was so dumb because they did like three things that easily should have pulled her out of her seat. They they do a barrel roll, they're jumping all over the place and she's fine. Totally mm-hmm. fine. But <laughs> and she's just like, I, "I can't I can't." <laughs> You know, and, and then of course the the back end of the plane gets blown out, and she's like, "Well, that that's it. I'm not even gonna try. I guess the barrel roll didn't get me out of my seat, but you know, I'm getting sucked out now." So Nightcrawler bamfs out, grabs her, bamfs her back in. The plane is still crashing. Everyone's basically like, "Okay, well, this is the end. We're all going to die." They all have that look on their face like, okay, yep. we've accepted it. We're not getting out of this one. There's no and way then, that Jean is going to use her non-Phoenix powers to stop this plane. And then, of course, what happens? They run out of gas. Yep, exactly. They <laughs> ran out of gas. They're in a Roadrunner cartoon, and they ran out of gas. It's one of my all-time <laughs> favorite bits ever in Looney Tunes, <laughs> where they're screeching towards the earth and they just stop. Ah, out of gas. <laughs> And that's exactly what I thought the first time. And every time I watch this movie, I'm just like, hmm, on a guess. Magneto uh, catches but them. But of course, Magneto is, is actually the one who's out of gas. <laughs> and then we get um, some scenes there where I always forget what the order of things are in this campfire scene. But um, they're in a campfire. All of the <laughs> adults... Are, ha- are around the campfire, but like all the children in Nightcrawler are told to like stay in the forest in the cold or whatever. <laughs> right, right. You and kids that, go play, will you? Go play in an airlock. Nightcrawler bamfs over to the adults and he's hanging from a tree mm-hmm. and he's listening in on them and they're talking about how um, uh, Stryker's got the base and they're going to kill all humans or kill all mutants. And um, it's all you know, about the base. Yeah. All about the base. 
And uh, then uh, Wolverine, Wolverine is like, yeah, but I can't remember. Right. And they're like, yeah. Magneto's like, well, you know, Nightcrawler's been there. So why don't you ask him? No, he, he draws attention to the fact that it's literally never actually been about Wolverine. No one actually cares about Wolverine at all. Right. Because Wolverine's, uh, Wolverine's been with them for uh, 26 hours now. Right. Right. And, and counting. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so him and Wolverine and Jean have a, a brief conversation about how uh, she likes she likes Wolverine because he's kind of a badass, but she's not going to date him because she only dates nice guys. And she's married. Maybe. And she's and she's <laughs> married. I'm pretty sure she says she's married. I, I I'm going to rewatch I, this entire movie. I really I don't think that's true, but I okay. don't. I, I don't think you're actually going to rewatch the movie for this. Oh, that's what you're saying. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, so yeah. So anyway, uh, Gene also reads um, Nightcrawler's memories and right. uh, figures out where they're going. And uh, so then uh, Wolverine's sleeping in a tent, and then Gene comes in and she's all making out with him. But then he feels the the scar marks and realizes it's Mystique. And Mystique again. One of the things in the comics that always made so much sense that I liked a lot was that Wolverine could always tell when Mystique was was parading, you know, masquerading around as someone. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he did that in he, the first one, he too. He did it in the first one. So this one, I think he wanted, you know, he was like, you know what? I know this isn't Gene, but I'm going to make out with Gene for a few minutes. <laughs> And then he's like, oh, yeah, your stupid scars, your tiny little Wolverine claw scars that are, again, you know, in my memory, I, like, I remember that scene, like him running his hand up her uh, shirt and being like, oh, scars. But they did very tiny little scars. I wonder if they're healing or something. It's just so weird that she even has scars. Like- well, I think that that's the point. You know, like that's what she's saying is that, you know, nobody left his left a scar like you, you know. Yeah, but it doesn't make sense. Why? It does. Like, none of it makes sense, Brian. She can, none of it she makes can sense. She can change her entire body. And, right. and, and if I could say, we you see can. her in full mystique body, her entire uh-huh. body as mystique on a few occasions and she has no scars. Right. So I, I don't know. She, she, she's going in there just to mess with his head anyway. I don't even know why she's doing this. I to be honest, I really think she wanted to fuck him. Yeah, I mean, could be. I mean, it's, he's Hugh Jackman. I kind of want to fuck him. It's implied. Yeah. It's implied later that uh, her and Magneto get it on fairly frequently. So right. All right. And so, he's real old, so she's probably you she's know Jones and for she's an older too. guy that uh, can <laughs> has the sustainability of the Wolverine. She's. She's roughly as old as Professor X, so she's actually right. closer to Magneto's age. Anyway, so there's a scene where uh, Pyro and Magneto were talking, and this is where Magneto basically recruits him by asking him, you know, right. what's your real name, John? And he says, it's Pyro. And then he tells him, you know, you're a man among, you're a god among insects and stuff or whatever. So anyway, he was right. he's telling, he gets Pyro on board, basically. So... <clears throat> Now we get to the last phase of the movie, and I want to go a little bit faster through this so that I'm not up late, <laughs> way too late talking about this. <laughs> Later. Yeah. Um, they got to go up the spillway 
And I don't know too much about the anatomy of a dam, but it, the spillway implies kind of like when there's an when it needs to relieve pressure, the water flows through this tunnel thing. Right. Um, you have to walk up this tunnel, get in there. They send Mystique instead of Wolverine because Mystique is a much better fighter and overall character than Wolverine. And also, they don't know what they actually want Wolverine for. Like, they don't know the relationship, or I guess they kind of do know the relationship between Wolverine and Stryker. Magneto seems to, at least. Right. Um, anyway, Mystique gets in there. She uh, turns into herself, uh, kills a bunch of guys, uh, locks herself in the control room. Uh, flips opened, people off. Yep, flips I, people I off while she's that. sliding. <laughs> there was a... Now, I, again... The slidey thing, <laughs> that's not like one of her powers. She does a lot of, she moves in ways that normal people cannot move and it's just inexplicable. Right. Like, like presumably it could be that she is making her body into tiny legs like that are just running her across the floor. Like she's a little Technically centipede. speaking, right. You know, uh, she could be making uh, her body into a hundred tiny little Mario's just going like, Anyway, and maybe it she turned happen. into maybe she partially transformed into a truck, and she's just driving on the ground. Right? Maybe she was just like Mystique, transform and roll out. So uh, she's locked herself in this control room, the only room where they can control everything, apparently. And right? it's got a really thick door because this was basically like the panic room. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stryker tells his men uh, to blow that door open, and if any, you know blow that door open and you know by the time i get back here and she lets everybody else in and storm comes in and shoots the lightning and yeah all that like you do sure sure Uh uh-huh so all the x-men are in now um they've all got little missions and stuff i think they see the kids on a monitor Um, well and at that point like it it becomes exceedingly obvious that magneto is going to betray them Mm-hmm. Because every single time they're just like, we're not letting you out of our sight. Like Magneto and Mystique look at each other like, oh no, but we need them to not be in our sight because we got to do that other stuff. <laughs> you know, like it's super obvious. And, but that's one of those weird things where like they obviously didn't know, like they didn't plant Cyclops there to take Gene out. Mm-hmm. And they didn't, you know, like they didn't do all these things, but they were just like, good thing that happened. Yeah, good thing Cyclops <laughs> was walking over there. Now, technically, Magneto did know. Because he knew Cyclops was taken. Oh, yeah. Like he, he couldn't have known for sure what they were going to do, but he probably had a good inkling. Mm-hmm. He might have um, he might have somehow been able to sense like the metal in his visor or something. I don't know. Who knows? Sure. Sure. Um, but yeah, um, so they, they split up and like one group is going to go rescue the professor and the other group is going to go rescue the children. The ch- the children, by the way, Stryker says at one point that the children are specifically there so that he can practice murder them using Cerebro. No, not necessarily practice, um, but, uh, th- you know, he they're, they're like the canary in the in the mind. Oh, so he's got some. He wants to there. make sure that it's working. Right. You know, he and wants his... to watch them them writhe in pain because then he knows all the other mutants are also out there, right? Yeah, but he's got like Cyclops and Deathstrike who are also hanging out with him that who would die. So he's a sicko. I mean, he's he's looking to murder kids. So I'm. 
I, no, I'm, you're what absolutely you right. I mean, the kids are there to be murdered. There's no, there's, we're not arguing that. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, let's see. So where are we at here? So, um, Wolverine at one point breaks off from his group and he, cause he saw, um, some stuff and it led him over to the chamber where he's, where he was adamantiumed. Yeah. And again, he he does that that stupid thing that nobody would ever do, where he's just like, "This one way for me to communicate with everybody, I'm gonna take that off and put it down because they might want to talk to me or something." Fuck that! Right? I don't <laughs> I don't want to be talked to right now. I'm doing my thing. Um, so, oh yeah. So like you said, Cyclops shows up, and uh, Gene and Cyclops have to fight, and Magneto and Mystique get away so that they could do their thing, and they. Again, super stupid and cringy, <laughs> where they're just like, this is one lover's quarrel we should not get involved in. It's My like, dear. isn't, right. <laughs> it's like, isn't that all, like, all lover's quarrels? Like, what yeah. do you, do, do you, you often the, get involved in the, other I, lover's quarrels? I have a, I could, I could totally see Magneto and Mystique hanging out and being like, hey, Mystique, why don't you, those guys look really happy. <laughs> why don't, when one of them walks away, why don't you go over there and just like start a huge argument and then storm off. And then we'll see what happens when the other one comes back. Exactly. Like you just, they're doing this out, out in a park. <laughs> That's what they do. They're just like two old people Those out in a park. Having, messing with lovers, quarrels, <laughs> messing with people, but not this one. No. So, this is one, one lovers quarrel we cannot get involved in. Gene and Cyclops fight for about eight seconds. Right. right. At which point, uh, Jean, uh, she's like fighting against his optic blast and there's an explosion and it damages part of the dam. It like injures her leg pretty badly and it knocks Cyclops out of his uh, thing. So he's he's back to normal now. Yeah. Standard, good, solid hit in the head, wakes him up out of the mind control, even though it was chemically induced. Yep. And that probably shouldn't work. But whatever. That doesn't work on Yuriko because she gets... Stand up pretty good. <laughs> right. She gets beat to shit. Um, and, but again, her dose was probably, she, she's been being I, dosed for a lot longer. She has a healing factor too. So you would think that they probably had to dose her up a ton. To, yeah. There's a, there's a lot about her that uh, gets. <laughs> it's, she's just, she might as well be X23. Yeah. You know, for so. like same pie. Anyway. Um, yeah, so they're good. So um, Magneto and uh, Mystique go over to uh, the Professor X room. And uh, it's at this point that um, Jason has convinced Professor X that he needs to find his friends, the other mutants, and right. concentrate really hard to find them all. And Professor X is just like, oh, yeah, sure, that totally let's do that so he starts doing that and all the mutants start getting really bad headaches and presumably i don't know exactly what is happening but the idea is i guess that eventually their brains will explode or something all right well what's interesting that i i didn't think about until i saw this movie um you know spoiler alert for like 15 movies from now uh but in logan this this is exactly what happens Mm mm-hmm like yeah, when yeah. Professor X is is having his seizures, he is causing this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and ultimately, this is how the X Men go out. Apparently, yeah. if if Logan is to be believed, yep, um, which is kind of, really kind of morbid. But oh, anyway, super morbid. 
Magneto's got his helmet on, and he's still kind of a dick and doesn't make helmets for any of his friends. <laughs> right. So he uh, starts doing something with his magnetism to the Cerebro door, and it causes the machine to shut down. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Professor X, in his little imagination, is just like, oh, that's weird. It starts like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's figure this out and uh jason is like panicking because he's like no what 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 he's gonna be so this mad is not the plan. this is not the plan yep so magneto comes in or yeah magneto and mystique come in <clears throat> mystique turns into striker and tells jason you know there's been a change of plans we're gonna kill all the humans and he's like oh, okay and then magneto says goodbye to charles because he knows that he's gonna die in here because he's just going to end up trapped in this uh, right. mindscape forever, essentially. Um, or die himself from, like, overexertion. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, so he's, they start, oh, and Magneto has to flip all the panels around. So Right, for reasons I can't understand personally. This, this is how someone explained it to me. They took, they took the panels, and all of the panels are interchangeable. They took the panels and they plugged in the ones needed. They plugged them into the spots needed to find mutants. And if you tried to find humans, they wouldn't work because there's no panels in the human spots. But if you pulled them all out and flipped them around to human configuration, and then you couldn't find mutants anymore, you could only find humans. It's really dumb. Why didn't they just take the entire Cerebro? I don't, I don't understand any of this. Or again, like like that's fine headcanon if you've got to make something up to make yourself go to sleep at night. But uh, but that's bull. That's bullshit as far as like an actual explanation. Mm-hmm. You're, you're telling me that Cerebro was was built with random points where it's like, yep, that oh oh oh. The Feng Shui says that's a mutant panel. Put a mutant panel up there. It doesn't. Oh, make- oh and that one, that one is. That one's dogs. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't you know, like I said, like bad. it just doesn't it doesn't jive. And then of course Magneto's like, well, I helped build it, so I'm gonna know exactly which one's which. Yeah, and I can take these panels and just slam them all around this room. Right. Shoop shoop shoopadoo For some reason Cerebro's I have to use a, my powers. He's not Cerebro's not a terribly uh complex or fragile machine so we can just no, yeah, no. throw all just, these panels just around. Toss it around toss it all around. And again, the, the what do the panels have to do with anything? Like they're they're they're, they're like just scientifically, I can't even. It's like a, a I can't satellite make up dish. a good reason. It's like a satellite dish, except that they're all pointing at Professor X. It, no, it doesn't make any sense. I don't There's understand. There's no how. reason. There's no reason that the pa- I, the panels. In fact, I have always been under the impression that the panels do nothing. the The only reason that the panels like sh- move around and shit. Uh, was supposed to be so we could see like inside Tony Stark's helmet. Like Tony Stark's helmet's not actually one big dark room. This is just how we we visualize it for right. the movies. It's, like it, the panels don't do shit. In the other, they're just the walls. Right. The other, um, the the other times that Professor X uses Cerebro, the implication is that the panels are essentially projecting what he's seeing, so like Wolverine can see what he's looking at right. and stuff. Right. Right. Uh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I can't tell you. It's not. Ex- I, don't, the I movie doesn't explain it. No. I yeah. Exactly. I think it's it's pull hockey. It's something we don't really have to think about. It is what it is. Like we're. It would just be. It would be nicer if they said something. You know. 
as mm-hmm. to why or what, you know, like these, you know, like if you're trying to figure it out, like it's a big, like old timey computer where you have to have the right kinds of <laughs> floppy disks in the right place for everything to run. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, well, anyway, but, so that uh, team one has rescued the professor. We kind of follow, or he, they've, they've gotten to, they've gotten Magneto to the professor. We kind of followed one thread. Another thread is uh, Storm and Nightcrawler um, are going off to find the children, and they do. And, uh, oh, and also Bobby and John and Rogue are back in the Blackbird. They didn't come with. Um, But Storm and Nightcrawler find the children. Nightcrawler bamfs in. Uh, The kids are initially afraid of him because he's a weirdo-looking guy. And then he he rescues them. A bunch of mutants at a mutant school are approached by a blue guy and they're like, ew. Yeah, I mean, they're also in a sewer, but I don't know, whatever. I... He's <laughs> this is just bull, bull cocky. Um, Pyro leaves the Blackbird because he's tired of sitting around. OK, that just set that aside for later. Uh-huh. Um, now Wolverine is off to do his thing and he goes to the adamantium implantation chamber where um, Stryker and Yuriko show up and Stryker explains to him that uh, adamantium, you know, once you get it in its uh, uh, liquid form, raw liquid, the raw liquid form, you got to keep it hot, which is why we've kept it hot for about 80 years. For all these years, we've just been keeping it hot. Just in case you never know. So, um, and then he says, you know, I used to think you were unique, but turns out you're not because here's Yuriko and she's uh, just, she's got all the same powers as you, but uh, several more claws than you. And also she can actually fight people. <laughs> so they, they have a, a good, like stabby stabby fight for a while. There's a lot of stabbing, like tons of stabbing, just constant stabbing, a little bit of slashing, but mostly just constant stabbing. Stabby, stabby, stabby. At one point, Wolverine gets thrown onto the the bed thing that gets lowered into the water for when they put the adamantium in, and uh, Yuriko hops onto the bottom and is doing just a ton of stabbing, and Wolverine cuts the chain so it falls into the water, and then she's in the water and he gets out, and then she, like, jumps out of the water to get him, but then he takes the adamantium injector thing and just jams it in her stomach, <laughs> and starts pumping her full of boiling hot adamantium. Like, d- so full. Like, he starts by pumping it into her stomach, but it, it fills her up to the point where it comes out her eyeballs. And, and, and it doesn't immediately kill her. Right, because it's still liquid, and she's still... I, I, I There's a couple of, of factors. She's still mind-controlled, She's still got a healing factor. Uh, got a healing factor, and it's still liquid. Mm-hmm. So I feel like all of those things working together. The mind control is just like I have to kill this guy. Nothing else matters. But also, the, it's, it's like boiling metal, and you'd think like right. your internal organs are melting. But probably, probably. Anyway, but again, she, she very healing does, she very quickly does that versus mind control. I think keeps that under wraps, and then yeah, and then she just goes, <laughs> uh, and then. <laughs> <laughs> they do a very uh, a very good like their sound editor should get a high five for this. But, you know, like she goes to the bottom of the water and it goes. Ka-doom. Yeah, there's a metallic clang 
when she hits the bottom. It really like drives the point home. It and does. The whole time that Wolverine is injecting this, like he's got this look on his face, like oh, I can't believe that I am doing this. Like this is like the last thing I want to be doing to right. a person. Right. This is this is the worst thing I could possibly think of to do right now. Yeah. But, but it's like she's going to kill she's me. She's not going right. She's not going to stop. So um, again, it's, it's so sad because she's mind controlled. Like she never. Right. There's she just died. Like that's it. That's it for her. Too bad. Yeah, she right. and she's such a cool character, like in the comics and everything. I always liked her character, um, mostly from the cartoon show. I'll be honest with you. I, <laughs> most of my X-Men knowledge comes from the cartoon show. I'm sorry. Uh, That's fine. Cartoon That's sh- a- it goes cartoon the- show. Uh, Marvel trading cards and then comic books. That's, that's that's how my fandom worked. The writers of these movies also get all of their characters from the cartoon show. So, <laughs> um, but they did watch. That's not a joke. They they did <laughs> they watch did. the cartoon and that was like their favorite thing. Well, they should have um, paid closer attention. They yeah they didn't do a good job. That's, that's um, okay. So so everybody shows up. Everybody but Wolverine shows up at the uh at the cerebro room and uh oh i'm sorry striker tries to escape because he sees that the dam has taken damage and it's going to blow and he's just trying to get out hopefully to save himself and you know hopefully the mutants will all die also but mostly he's trying to save himself he goes to a helicopter but wolverine is there and uh, stabs him and ties him to the helicopter. And Wolverine tells, or Stryker tells him, like, you know, stay with me and I'll uh, um, tell you about you. And he's like, now nah, I'm going to go. So Stryker's tied up on the helicopter and Professor X starts the kill all humans thing. Right. And uh, everybody. He, he gets he gets his hand out. Like he gets his hand free. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, oh, he might get away. <laughs> and then he's like, no, no, no. My so, brain's going to get melted. Yep. And it's at this point that presumably cars are smashing into each other. People are dying right and left throughout the country. Planes are falling out of the sky. Surgeons are just like, oh, God, just yep. cutting people all open. Yep. yep. It's it's horrendous. Tons of people are dying. Horrendous. Like it also like when when they were doing it to the mutants, similar thing. Mutants also drive cars. Sure. <laughs> you know, sure. lots of lots of things. Lots of people died. Um. Nightcrawler bamfs Storm into the Cerebro Chamber and she uses her cold powers because she's the only person in this movie who can make cold things. So we got to use Storm. <laughs> and uh, she makes it so cold that um, Jason can't concentrate as much and Professor, uh, you know, snaps out of it and stops. And uh, <clears throat> then they uh, teleport Professor X out and storm and they leave Jason in there. And now the dam is collapsing and the room gets destroyed and Jason dies, which is probably for the best. Cause he's, he, he's not lived a good life. Um, they okay. Magneto. Uh, so striker is seemingly about to get away again when Magneto shows up and now he, uh, ties striker to a wall. Right. Right. <laughs> steals the helicopter and takes uh, Mystique and Pyro with him because this is where Pyro goes and they, they get away. So right. Wolverine meets up with everybody and they're like, oh, he's like, all right, there's a helicopter out there where, with a guy tied up to it. We're going to go steal that helicopter. And they get out there and um, helicopter's gone. So inexplicably at this moment, Rogue has decided she's going to fly the Blackbird over to them and practically does. 
and um, they're all running to the Blackbird. Wolverine is his he's carrying one of the kids, but then he uh, uh, sniffs out Stryker, goes to Stryker. Stryker offers him to stay again, and he says no, and get, throws his dog tags at him, puts the kid down in the snow barefoot for a minute, which is... <laughs> right. Yeah. Picks him back up again. It's the kid with the forked tongue from the um, museum scene. Right. The kid sticks his tongue out at him. They leave. Excuse me, but they can't get the blackbird to take off. And now the dam has burst, and the water is flowing down. And Jean's like, all right... Uh, I'm going to save us. So she gets out of the Blackbird and uh, uses her not Phoenix powers. And this is where she actually lights full on fire, um, stops the water while also somehow restarting the Blackbird and getting mm -hmm. it to lift off into the air. Like uh, she might be partially lifting it, but she turns on the engines and everything and gets it running. All right. And then she starts talking through uh, Professor X and and he's just like I forget what exactly he says, but he's like it was the only way. And Cyclops, she 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 says she's like, I know it. It was so weird. Like it was it was Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg, and, you know, uh, because all of a sudden Professor X, who you know strongest mutant ever, is just like, I know what I'm doing. I know <laughs> like what I'm he's, doing. He's he's trying to be her. And it's not not working because, you know, Patrick Stewart's a great actor. It's just so weird. <laughs> yeah. But what's even weirder then is uh, Cyclops runs up to <laughs> Professor X and he goes, Gene? Gene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's like squeaking it. And I'm like, he is. Like I said, this movie is designed to make people just want to punch Cyclops in the gut. He, he's got like. His eyes are all squinched up, like behind his his visor. He's like, no, Gene. <laughs> and then Wolverine, he's just like, well, you know. So to step it forward, yeah, good. For no reason at all, Gene's like, okay, I can stop this water with this hand, and I can lift the X jet with this hand, but I can't fly. That'd be stupid. <laughs> I cannot lift myself above the water right. now that I they can, have. I can lift this plane and I can stop the water from coming at me, but there is no way in hell I'm lifting me. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking stupid. She does. She just really wanted to make a, a sacrifice. Just, just so, right. There's no reason for it. And I'll be honest with you. I mean, as long as she has some way of like pushing the water away from her, they didn't even go check. Like yeah, there no was, way. they didn't go look for a body. Like there is a good chance. She just washed ashore like, and it's fine. Which is actually what happens. <laughs> right. But, right. um, well, so like part of it is just like Wolverine's just like, no, she's gone. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah like, don't you say that? Don't you right. say? It. And he's like, no, she's gone, man. She's gone. She's gone. And everyone's has, just like, okay, fine, she's gone. He has some kind of <laughs> ability to tell when people are dead. He's like, she, she's gone, she's gone. And he's like, don't, don't you see that? Oh God! He's just so over the top. Like, so I mean, over the top. It, and like Professor X, 
is just like quietly crying to himself, basically. Right. He's like, and it's he's like, face bombed. He's just like, oh god. Yeah, it's like everybody else is reacting normally. Like their friend and colleague has just died while saving their lives, and it's extremely sad and extremely emotional. And like Wolverine and Cyclops are having full on mental breakdowns. Right. He's like, oh my god, dude, dude. <laughs> it's obviously wolverine first and then cyclops yeah right, right. um <laughs> so and yeah then they're just like like completely like broken apart there's no consoling them and they're very sure that gene is is gone she's 100 uh, percent sure 100 percent sure she's gone so um, at, at one point later on, um, Wolverine and Wolverine talks to Cyclops and he goes, hey, or like uh, 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 Professor X says something like, you know, we all make choices and everything. Yeah. And Wolverine says to Cyclops, you know, she did make a choice and she chose you. And Cyclops is like, cool, cool. <laughs> Cyclops is like, yeah, I, I know. Yeah. I, I've been I've been living may, with her. Yeah, we, we may or may we not might be, be married, <laughs> but we definitely are in the same bedroom every night. Yeah, but because it's, like, it's Cyclops, probably in two twin beds. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like Wolverine is just like, hey, dude, just so you know, like, I just want you to know, like, I know she just died, but like, I totally tried to put the moves on her, and she was just like, and she was totally I, like, I I could be into I'm that, but mostly mm, into. Yeah. Cyclops, so mostly. Yeah, so you know, if things go <laughs> south, I'll call you. But uh, you know, right. right now it's Cyclops. So, all right. So then we have what is probably a scene that I I can't even fully wrap my head around. It's basically the last scene of the movie. Uh-huh. The president is about to give a speech addressing the nation because so many people have just died because everyone in the world. Uh, received a the same massive headache at roughly the same time. Right. Whether it was like, you know, 10 minutes earlier or 10 minutes later, you know, mutant or human, doesn't matter. Like, and presumably a lot of people died and either way, we can be pretty sure that some mutants were behind this. <laughs> <clears throat> and uh, then while he starts the speech, there's some lightning and thunder and it gets really dark outside. It's and very, everyone, very frightening. Yes, exactly. Me. Me. And the uh, <clears throat> everybody freezes. Now, the movie portrays it as if everybody like teleported in. But I think it's pretty clear that what happened is <clears throat> Professor X stopped everybody. So they I, shuffled I, I, into the room, <laughs> got into position, and then he just unfroze the president. And then he was like, all right, Storm, when I give, yeah. when I give you the nod, I want you to I want you to hit the lightning. All right. right. And. Right. Go. Everybody ready? Menacing. Everybody and... in position? Okay, good. Nightcrawler, you're up in the corner? Good. You know what? Move this guy. I don't like where this guy is. <laughs> move him. Move him. Okay. Stick that guy's pencil in his mouth. I don't like <laughs> that guy. <laughs> cover, his, cover his teeth with his lips. It's just weird looking. And, Terrible looking teeth. And then Professor X gives like a mostly, um, mostly hopeful speech to the president, along with Most... all of the evidence of all of the bad stuff that Stryker was doing and everything. But then he's just like, um, like he kind of leaves him with a threat. He's just like, you right, know, he does. Absolutely. We're, we're here to stay. 
All right. And it's like, we just broke into your Oval Office. Like, you know that guy who tried to kill you? He's also here still. <laughs> He's right here in the corner waving at you. And now all of us have broken he, he in. He thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and I mean, the, to be fair, though, like it's it is definitely a thing that you 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 have to really the, it's the best part of the X-Men is that you have to really wrap your head around the whole situation. And it's an impossible. Yeah. The situation. whole socio political landscape of these movies is mind boggling. Of but, how this know, would he, actually work in real life. Right. But he, I mean, it's, I feel like he did a very legitimate thing where he's like, listen, we are more powerful than you, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. we are more powerful than you think we are. And you should be afraid of us in that don't fucking fuck with us. Mm. We're do, we're we just we're being be left cool, alone. man. Yeah, we're being cool. We are gonna show up when Galactus comes to try to eat us, and we're gonna bust his ass and send him back. And okay, we're gonna show up maybe when Thanos shows up. <laughs> And we're going to send him packing. And, you know, like when this shit happens, when, when the you bad are going to want us to yeah. to be here. When the bad mutants are doing things that don't affect us, we'll jump in and stop them for some reason. Right. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? Maybe we'll join but them. Maybe for, we're united. We don't know. But for the most part, what we want you to know is we're not going to stand for your Tura. <laughs> Mr. President. No, this put a, a boot in your movie. ass. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it was definitely a, um, a a a threat and a promise. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, hey, let's let's do this right. But if we, if you want to go, I have a much bigger gun than you. Right. <laughs> just yeah. so you know, just just putting it out there. Food for thoughts. Yeah. And by thought, I mean, I know all of your thoughts. <laughs> right. And then uh, he freezes the president again. They all shuffle back out of the room to get back in the Blackbird. And then, uh, you know, he queues up Storm to raise the lights and they unfreeze everybody. And now the president's like thinking about everything and everyone in the room is like, why isn't he talking? But really, it's been like an hour in right. you know, in, re in real life. Um, and which begs the question that he was about to go live. He did go live. Well, right. He did go live. The and camera, then the, I the, assume, the has camera stopped. went down. They they did a like there was a there was enough of like a the power went out, you know, because it got right. all dark in there. Right. And so the red light on the camera did go off. But like. It's definitely been a long period of time. Like you, you have to assume unless Professor X literally stopped everyone on Earth, which maybe <laughs> let's but, not rule everything out. But generally speaking, he, he, you know, everybody was just like, you know, that does beg the question: like, did he stop? people who were driving in cars so did the cars just all like slam into each other <laughs> or does he like make them like okay okay everybody come to a full complete and safe stop i don't think put he it in do that. park i don't think he would and think to do that. now you're all gotta freeze <laughs> now don't move um but no. but you know like you know this has yeah, this been is, this is what happened in real life minimum, like 15 minutes 
in real of life, time where the president took over everybody's TVs. Uh, he started his speech and then it cut off and went back to regular programming. And then like 15 minutes to an hour later, cut back to the president just sitting dumbfounded in his desk. Right. Not saying anything. And America's just like, ah, uh, what? <laughs> the, the pundits are going to have a field day with this the next day. Because <laughs> now he apparently but, gives like an off-the-cuff speech about how humans and mutants have to work together, despite the fact that mutants just killed like thousands of people. <clears throat> anyway. Inadvertently, thousands. <laughs> Imagine so, if they tried <clears throat> to do it on purpose. Yeah. Anyway, so now we get the very last scene, which is what we get next. We get the scene with like a Wolverine and Professor. Everybody's talking about Gene. We already talked about that scene. Then we get um, Jean Grey narrating. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I, I have to draw attention to this before we move on completely. What the fuck was up with Wolverine's like 80s porno shirt? I think they were trying to dress him in his street clothes costume from the cartoon. And this is like the closest they could get to. They, they couldn't find a flannel shirt. They could not find like the, was... the yellow plaid shirt that Jeff Goldblum wears in Independence Day, which is 100% Wolverine Street Clothes costume. It is 100%. But, uh, but seriously, like any flannel would have actually done. But instead they gave him this like weird, like seriously, like right out of an old John Holmes yeah. porno. And on, like the top two buttons are unbuttoned. Yep. You know, I don't I don't even think there are buttons there. <laughs> I don't think it's an it's, option. Yeah, he just. Yeah, I don't know what they it do. It does the, not make a lick of sense. Well, you know the what? Street clothes costumes in these movies, like everybody, like it's supposed to be the not too distant future. But like everybody's just all over the place. It's in, right. in one way. It's like it's fascinating because it's like they're not none of these people are like conforming to norms, which is fun. But in another way, it's just like, what are they doing? what like, are they doing like it's it's fine if you want to express yourself but like what what are you doing <laughs> i don't know yeah it's uh it's an interesting uh choice we'll say we'll go with an interesting choice um so then we get the last scene which is just jean gray narrating like professor x does in the beginning and i think she gives the narration from the beginning of the first movie right um and then the camera starts panning over the Alkali Lake and you start to see a faint firebird in the water. Right. Very faint, like too faint. Yeah. Because they were trying to like they were trying to be coy, but really didn't do a good job of it. Yeah. But like the entire movie was like everyone was like, oh, it's clearly the Phoenix. Right. Yeah. We're clearly leading up to the Phoenix. We're clearly like the next movie is clearly going to be the best movie because we've been we've been laying down this Phoenix idea for so long now. The next movie is going to be the best one. No way you can screw up the Phoenix. Exactly. So there's no after credit scene in this movie because that was not a thing yet. Also, <laughs> I I was wondering, um, Stan wasn't in any of these, was he? Stan he was in like the third one. So yeah, Stan is not in this movie, unfortunately. Well, anyway, that's the movie. X2, X-Men United. Um, probably the poorest named out of all of them and i'm counting x-men origins wolverine in the list um yeah it's okay it's got some weird parts but overall it's pretty good yeah you you could do a hell of a lot worse yeah and in fact um 
we're going to next time <laughs> when we next time when we talk about the movie uh x-men uh three the part with the phoenix what's the movie called x-men last stand x-men the last stand x-men i wish this was the last one yep but it's not all right uh well anyway thanks for listening once again, we talked longer than the entire movie. <laughs> uh, maybe we won't spend so much time on every single detail of the next movie because it's a... We'll try. We'll it's try. It's a fun one. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Jibcast.com is the website. Uh, Facebook.com slash Structured Jibberish. We're on Twitter at Structured Jib, and we're on all your favorite uh, podcast players. So check us out, as you also are doing right now. Continue to check us out. And uh, we'll see you next time. Ray. <laughs>